And we're live. Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. My name is Robert Chinesky, the Supplement Engineer. Joining me as always is my international band of brothers, minus Shane, who's off on his lordship of land messing around with hobbits. Uh, Robert Samborski, Apollo Nutrition, Lucas Rakowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology, and special guest star, Vice President, co-owner of Apollo Nutrition, the black tulip herself, Miss Carolina. Welcome, my friends. Carolina, thank you so much, and happy, happy birthday. <laughs> 30 seconds into the podcast, we're off the rails. There we go. It's a new record. But seriously, Carolina, happy birthday. Thank you. You don't look a day past 19 years old. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. I'm in Oh, we've been hyping this up. The big release is here. Black Tulip from Apollo Nutrition. Why don't you and uh, Robbie walk us a little bit through everything? And you, this is your first time on the podcast. So I guess let's let's get a little bit of background from you for the listeners that may not be as well acquainted with you and kind of what how you and Robbie met, uh, your role with Apollo Nutrition, and then the uh, development of Black Tulip. So honestly, I don't remember. I think it happened like seven to eight, ten years ago. Robbie, you need to help me here. <laughs> I think since I look so young, I don't even remember. I think I was 23. If I'm like 32 now, so basically nine years now, it's going to be 10 years since we met. And then we didn't have Apollo Nutrition back then. It was only Apollo and Jim. And the gym was not doing as well, I think, at that time. So I was just helping around at the gym because it happened that my aunt, she lived in the same, pretty much in the same area that the gym was. And I would come and I would just help out. And then I stayed. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I think two or three years later, uh, we started Apollo Nutrition. And before that, we used to sell like different brands at the gym and make shakes as well, obviously, for the members mm -hmm. with all different brands and all different types of protein. We had like Isopure, I think, in the bottle form and uh, what was it, like Lean Body. And then like it was always an idea because I knew that back then Rob used to help people to get ready for the competitions, right? When it comes to like nutrition supplements and all that. And I never understood the concept. Why would you sell something? <laughs> but if it's not yours and you understand much better and you can just make your own, at least for your people who come and trust you here. So it was always the idea to have it just for a pollen clientele. And then here we are with like, I think, First 50 types of protein, if I'm not mistaken. 30. 30. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so 30. Wow. Outstanding. Awesome. Well, I guess what a, so as VP of the company, we, you know, we, we always make jokes that you are the actual boss of Apollo Nutrition. So what's kind of like the day-to-day -day stuff that you're involved in with the brand? You know what, Rob? I always like, people sometimes ask me, like, what exactly do I do for Apollo, right? Like, mm -hmm not name one thing that i don't do so i pretty much do everything whatever needs to be done when it comes to me i'll do it i learn it i'll make sure it will be at my best ability to say and then i'll go with it there is nothing that i do not do i talk to people i talk about the product obviously like we have not a big team but we have a team that i work with uh with jose dan and joe on a daily basis mm -hmm. obviously marina is there alina we have some more guys who help us on a daily basis now i have another guy who helps me who is anthony like he's my big help so there is nothing that i do not do for apollo 
Like if you need me to pack boxes, I'll pack boxes. If you need me to send something, I'll send something. If you need pictures, I'll take pictures. Like there is nothing that I don't do. Understanding. And keep Robbie in line. Don't forget about that. Keep Robbie in line too. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the hardest job. There, but I'm trying. One thing I've always found funny, Robbie, and this is something I wanted to, uh, this, this is completely off topic, but so your wife's Marina, we have Carolina, we have Alina, and then you have Jessica, your daughter. How did you not get an Ina on the end of Jessica's name? That's what I like, Jessica Ina or Jessie Ina. Like I, I, I put I put Jessica up for adoption for the past three years, but no takers. <laughs> you know, hope maybe I'll ship her to Poland or something like that. Like, I'll, let Uncle Lucas take care of her. Yeah, no worries, man. <laughs> I like that. I got you. Uh, on time for once, Jiffy Jank. Time to sit back and enjoy some Ray's Rainbow. Is that a new flavor of the Ray's Energy Drink? I'm assuming. Yeah, I think so. I'll probably see Unicorn. <coughs> Cristobal. Jiffy, Alec, Michael. What's up, Simon? Happy birthday, Carolina, from Alex. And from JoJo, another loyal hey. listener. David Evans, happy birthday, Carolina, and congrats on the new product release. So yeah, how long was this in development, guys? How long was uh like what what was the the genesis of the idea to release this? Because we have in the lineup, we have Hooligan, we had Assassin, we got Bare Knuckle. Believe it or not, believe it or not, the idea came from Shane. Um Shane was the one who suggested, I don't know, maybe going on about a year now or something. And uh, I was a little bit skeptical about it because, you know, I mean, we have so many pre-workouts and, you know, we had so many in development that uh, um, I was like, I'm, I'm not sure about this. Um, but then I saw Alpha Lion release, uh, you know, the pre-workout that they had burn. And I looked at it and I actually liked it. I, I think it's a great pre-workout. I think that they did a great job and I'm a huge fan of the company. Um, I just didn't think that it was like, you know, a palm style, not that it doesn't have, that it does have to be. Mm -hmm. uh, I just thought that we are a little bit edgier and I thought that, you know, that there was an opening to do something that would definitely kick ass. Um, so we started like talking about it a little bit here and there, but nothing specific came. But I was playing always with the formula back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I remember I talked to you about it, but I wasn't... I wasn't like super aggressive on the idea. I was like, something was holding me back. And then uh, um, also like I'm big on uh, interesting names, you know, creativity is, is kind of like, I think that it's a very, very vital part of the whole process. Mm -hmm. And um, um, I watched uh, one of my favorite French movies, Black Tulip, which is, I don't know, like 40 or 50 years old. And I always liked that movie. I always liked the concept. And uh, I decided to look up what, what it means. Um, you know, if there is any explanation on the name itself, considering that it's based on the book. And when I saw the, the definition that uh, Black Tulip represents uh, elegance and, and strength and power and all that, I don't know, but for some reason I started seeing like Carolina because that's usually how she is portrayed by people. You know, everybody knows that she's very uh strong and very decisive and uh, and a good leader but at the same time you know she's a beautiful woman nevertheless and uh, i thought that the concept could work um started playing a little bit with the graphic designer who is a friend of ours 
And uh, in a movie, the lead, the lead actor uh, played by uh, Alain Delon, he has a scar uh, on his face. And I thought that that would be a very interesting touch to take a beautiful face, beautiful woman, and do the scar thing. I thought that it would definitely get attention because I, I, I could see an argument of, uh, you know, maybe it's not very politically correct and maybe, you know, I could see that both sides of the of the argument, you know, number one, that it's very artistic, number two, that maybe it's a little bit edgy and inappropriate, which I thought was a great combination. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I saw also somebody did the design with the tulip on the, on the actor's face covering the scar. So we were really going back and forth whether to do the scar or the tulip, or, you know, we were not sure. So create, creative, uh, creatively, the tulip obviously worked a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked just a little bit more artistic. And, uh, I mean, the rest was pretty much history. You know, there was a, a bit of a challenge to convince Carolina whether she would agree to it because I knew that she could be a little bit stubborn. <laughs> uh, so convincing her to be on a tub in the, on a shelf in the store that would be a challenge, but she agreed. I mean, she agreed instantly. We, we did a photo shoot. The photo definitely worked. Everything worked. Hey, Alina. Alina's chiming. It's the first time she's in there. Did she, I know she's engaged. Is she married yet? Do they have the wedding yet? Uh, the wedding is on the 27th. Okay, awesome. Well, congrats, Alina, and thanks for chiming in. You know, so um, the idea came together, and it kind of worked out, and um, the rest is, you know, as they say, it's history, and I'm glad it worked out because I think that uh, reception so far has been absolutely outstanding. Um, you know, um, obviously the ingredient profile and everything, they're a little bit edgy as well. Uh, we were worried about the paradox and obviously, you know, that spicy aftertaste that, that it, that it, hel- uh, that it, that it gives. But I think even, um, the review that came today from, uh, from fitness deal news from TJ, he actually, explained it very very well and i'm sure you're gonna i don't know if you've tried it yet or not because you only got it i believe yesterday yeah i got it mixed up in here i'm sipping on it sandy sandy gave it the thumbs up for the taste test yeah i I don't think that it's bad in terms of like the spiciness because it's not bitterness it's not like assassin used to be i don't know three or four versions ago where it was like really really bitter but um i think well you can probably give a better feedback what do you think about the taste and uh, considering the ingredients yeah, I mean, like you said, there's, what, 200 milligrams of paradoxine yeah. in here, plus you got some GBB uh, and, uh, and all the rest of the other stimulants, like synephrine, hortonine, none of those are really easy to flavor. You get, you definitely get the citrus on the front end, and it's like a an acidic kind of pineapple, and then there's a little bit of a burn mm-hmm. at the end of the paradoxine, but I mean, it's, it's not offensive in any way. It doesn't taste bad. Um, does it taste like an amino product? No, but it's not going to. Um, but it's like, it's a very tropical, light feel. It doesn't feel very chalky cakey or heavy like it doesn't coat your mouth or anything it's very easy almost like a juice uh with a little bit of burn which but you expect that with a thermo thing because there's there's other uh thermo like pre-cardio pre-workouts i've had before and they'll have some capsaicin in it or something like that and you drink it you taste it and you get it tastes good and refreshing and there's a little bit of burn so that's what i kind of expect when i drink these products and like that it delivers on everything and I don't think it stays with you i don't think it's like you you know you're walking around scratching your throat or anything like that yeah, no, 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 it's not like that. You get a little bit of a tingle in the back, but I like super spicy foods, so this is fantastic. Alina, hi, love you guys. We love you too, Alina. And Kay is hot. 
Agreed. She should be on every bottle in the store. Yep. That would, uh, that would triple a uh, sales over. Hello, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you trying to say? What the fuck? <laughs> well, okay. Well, I mean, you know. Let's we'll we'll do it up. We'll do a thing. We'll put your tubs on the. We'll put your face on the bottles, and then we'll put Carolina's face on the bottles in the stores, and we'll see which side sells out faster. My goal is to my goal is to put Lucas on a cover. That's my I goal for twenty two. I got a news. I got a news for you. You're no longer <coughs> on the tops, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas's face, I think, on a new tropic is an absolute must. That is something that we need to, to discuss definitely. As long as you will uh, do a photo with your rat, then I'm all for it. <laughs> got it. There we go. Pete, Pete's agreeing. K on products sells more than Robbie on the products. Pete's, Pete's been such a dick for the past two days. I mean, he's been like comments on social media, very, very aggressive. Not a nice guy. I'm going to put him in a Sean category, you know, all people that suck. Jiffy Jank, vote in favor to move Robbie to vice president. Say aye. <laughs> no, Robbie is head sanitation engineer for the company. <laughs> uh, where is this? You guys are picking up Shane's bad habits. Now everyone is late. Which brings us, I've, I've kept Shane, Shane in the corner of Shane for the past couple of seconds. He's sitting on the back end down here. There he is. Welcome, he Shane. To, he, always, he always wants to be light. He's like, I wanted, I, wanted, I wanted an entrance. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking VIP, that's why, from New Zealand. Yeah. Have you noticed ever, ever since he became Lord and got a haircut, he's become like a little fucking prima donna. Walking around like king shit or something over here. Did you notice? Did you notice oh, this brand? You notice this brand? He's now like. Uh, we have two women right now on the podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey man, women are powerful. Call me a woman. I will. I will take that as a compliment. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Alina with the comment of the day. Robbie, who? What the fuck? I will admit, I I, I liked Robic's picture the other day. On the Apollo Instagram page, where he's like, you know, typically you see like really hardcore stuff on the Apollo page, and then there's like Robic just really intensely working on his laptop with a bottle of overtime next to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shane, Shane, Shane and I are back on good terms. I saw this one. I thought that picture was so funny. I was like, <laughs> I have a picture of it that they can send me. I can show the listeners what in the world we're talking about. It was, it, it was funny. Stud muffin. Stud muffin. Sure. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I'll take that. There you go. Uh, you guys got any comments, questions, or uh, thought-provoking ideas for Carolina, especially since she's our uh, special guest today? Feel free to post them up in the comment section and all of that. Um, what is the plan for Black Tulip, guys? Is this going to be a permanent addition to the lineup? Is it a temporary, or are we going to kind of wait and see how it how the response is? Well, like, like I said, before uh, Lord Chain joined us, I said that uh, I kind of ratted him out. I don't know, Shane, if you heard or not, but it was your idea about a year ago. When did you, when would we talk about, uh, you know, the pre-workout fat burner? About a year ago, oh. right? I remember you asked me, you were like, I think you said something about, you said something about a pre-workout. Pre it was, it was after Alpha Lion came out, you and I You talked. didn't think it was, yeah, yeah, you said, I didn't, you didn't think it was that good of an idea. And I was like, dude, it's really popular. Brands do really well with, yeah. I, I mean, I, it's not really me, a me thing, but those things prove very popular. 
Well, you, you know what? So that to answer that question, um, because um, when typically when Shane brings something up uh, clearly, and I said it many times, I don't believe that he's an expert in the industry, just like Lucas is. Um, I don't tend to argue because I tend to listen and learn. And the idea to me initially was, uh, I, like I said, I wasn't crazy about it. He made a very strong argument, and I'm I'm a huge fan. Like I said about Alpha Lion Burn. Uh, it's just like the idea wasn't, I, I thought it was risky. And then when the idea of uh, having a female on a container and everything else, I just thought that too many risks are associated with it. And I remember I sent uh, a container, a photo of a container to Shane. And I remember his reply was, he goes, uh, that uh, label looks very sweet or something like that. He said he liked it. He basically gave it an approval, which again, I was... I was a little bit cautious sending it to him because I wasn't sure about the reaction. But still, despite all that, it was never an intention for it to be a limited release. Um, you know, obviously, you know, if we want to see how the reaction and reception is going to be. I mean, so far it's been tremendous. But uh, the intention behind the product was never for it to be a limited release. Okay. There we go. All right, let me see. And for everybody that's looking, that was curious as to the picture, I've got. Uh, so I'm going to figure this out. All right, is that showing? No, that's not showing. I'll send you the link. Uh, let's just do this. There, and I can just. Wait, where the hell did it go? You guys suck. I do. <laughs> if it's not a link on the website, then it's not working. There we go. This, right. podcast, this podcast is shit. Whatever. Brooke, hey, y'all. Speaking of Apollon Innovations, Bucked Up released what they called an overtime collaboration. And I was like, there's no that. way Apollon would ever collaborate. Wait, I Did you see it? Yeah. Here is if, that, if this link would load. Bro, you will be famous. They are in Walmart, if, I, if I'm correct, right? They are, yeah. with a extremely, extremely mediocre formula. See, Apollon is growing. Now we're in Walmart. There, there it is. Studious. Studious Samborski. Smarty pants. <laughs> Looks angry. He always is. <laughs> I, I was watching porn, and... Uh... I was about to say that. That's yeah, like, I, I was. You know, I needed glasses to see all the details. Well, if we it zoom looks in, like one of those spaces. The reflection of his glasses right there. What's going on? Can we see? No. <laughs> it's maybe it's a disappointed face, and and his battery run out. His laptop died. He's like, oh, well, <laughs> now what do I do? Restart. Restart. <laughs> there we go. Uh, what are the flavors? Are we expecting, Robbie, for black tulips? We've got pineapple orange. Any other ideas for what else could be? Mm, no, not. <laughs> um, no, um, they didn't think of anything yet. Um, you know, let's see how this is gonna how this is gonna go, and then we'll take it from there. Okay. Carolina, give us a little bit of insight into. I guess what what's your kind of training like? Do you like something this high stem? Like it's got your it's got your inspiration on the label. Do you somebody that's typically a high stem girl, or you, I know you have an affinity for coffee, but what about some of the other? Like, do you use a lot of these pre workouts? 
Can anybody else hear? Oh, I, She's I, muted. I, I, I think that uh, something is with, the, yeah, with the, with the sound. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Share sound. We can't hear you, Kay. Yeah, Carolina, something with the sound. No. Yeah, now should be good. No. No. Still not hearing it. She was hacked. I disrupted it all. We only Thanks had, we only had, we only had enough room for four. It's not you, Sweet. man. It's it's probably Belarus. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Lucas is starting the border war right now. Here we go. All right, let's try. No, something with a phone, probably. Yeah. Mm -mm. She can hear us. Something with the mic is going off. Is the mic muted? Oh, no, I mean, on our side, but is there an internal mic? Good I right, Lucas, this podcast has gone shit. Mm. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> I, yeah, I, after me missing, I was like, I better get on here and just lift it back up again. You know what? It's probably due to the shame. You know, he yeah. takes like 80% of the power of the of the podcast. That's why. Yeah. And I'm all the way in New Zealand, so like internet and stuff, I'm sure it fucks it up. Yeah, man. Yeah. She is uh, in the next room, so if anything, she'll join me. Oh, she's, oh. she's over. Okay. That, that might have to. Yeah, yeah. the sign language that's going to help. That's going to work. Uh, Alina, you're on the cover of Black Tulip, okay? What's next? Let me say, she, she's gonna, actually going to port her over. We're going to put her on the tub of Hooligan, and we're going to put Robbie let on her, Black let Tulip. Her come to, let her come to Raleigh. Sit on, sit on Grandpa's knee. Uh, <laughs> or another option. We could put her, when, when a pollen does a, a hair, skin, and nail swimmer, we're going to call it Glow, and we're going to have Carolina's face on it. We'll do half and half. Carolina on one half and Robbie on the other. Bro, half. don't use don't use this this word. Otherwise, we're gonna get sued. I know. Who was the one that someone just released a beauty product and they used a word that wasn't glow? It was, it was uh, the uh, you know Dana Dana and Bailey. Nah, the the Japanese brand Halio. They called oh. their product Aura. <laughs> oh yeah, Aura. Hell you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, very, very different. Now it's another, another one. <laughs> There's the rat. What was the question, Robert? Uh, Alina asked, "You're on the cover of Black Tulip, okay? What's next?" Next, I think, is another Black Tulip. I think Black Tulip is going to do so well that we're going to change pictures and concept. So stay up to the... Obviously, I cannot be on Black Tulip 30 years later with the same face. So. Yeah, you never know. They're doing wonders with de-aging technology these days on, on movies and everything else. You can mm. pull it off. Robert, you asked me about the idea in your workouts when I was upstairs, and I heard you guys super well, but you, cannot, you couldn't hear me at all. Yeah. So uh, I told Rob actually when I danced, and I think when it comes to pre-workouts, right? People think of always the gym, right? And hardcore pre-workouts only used at the gym. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, I think like professional ballerinas, they train much more hardcore than I see guys training at the gym on a daily basis. 
Yeah. So when it comes to actually practicing ballet and all kinds of dances and all that, and I was doing it for a long time, for like 20 years, since I was a child, I was like three years old. And when it comes to a diet and everything, so bodybuilding diet is not a diet compared to what was my diet. Because yeah. I was not allowed to eat, period. So I only had the list of things that I could eat. So when I was told, obviously, that bodybuilders have a diet and they have meals, like seven meals a day, that's not a diet. That's <laughs> a <laughs> So you just, all you do is eat, you eat and rest, you eat and rest. Yeah. <laughs> it work like that. So obviously like, you need energy and when it comes to like steams, and especially if you actually also performing, if you're performing dancing, mm-hmm. dancer, so obviously you have to practice and you have to perform as well. So you're constantly on the move. And that's why I think that what came with it, right? It's not only the energy, but I always was told to lose weight. No matter how skinny I was, I always had to lose weight. That's crazy. Ballerinas are always fat, no matter what. You can be like 40 kilos and you're still fat. They would line you up in front of everybody, and it's not like here. Nobody is over there like politically correct. They will push you in front of everyone, and they will tell you fat. Have you seen your face in the mirror? Like, you cannot be like that. Yeah. So that's why you would practice and practice and practice and practice and practice, without eating, and you will try your best to obviously lose weight. But you still have to have muscles, and you still have to have some energy to do that all. So I think my kind of, my idea of training stayed the same, even though I don't dance anymore. But when I come to the gym, it should be intense. That's why I love like doing kickboxing and Muay Thai that much, because your brain also works. It's not like mechanical exercises, and I remember like today when my first time I came to Kansas, I got hit in the head, like right away. Like I got punched in the face. And Rock was laughing, like he was dying. And yeah. I'm like <laughs> And Kansa goes to me, like, you got to cover yourself. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But I got so used to I think of everybody in America being so nice to women. Especially mm-hmm. when it comes to like martial arts. Everybody's trying to be careful, this and that. And here's this guy, he just comes in and punches me in the face. <laughs> and that's, I think, like, I, I just, like, me working out, have that intensity in my workouts, constantly moving and doing different types of, obviously, like, exercises and circuits and everything. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, obviously, burning fat. That's what's been the idea for the longest time. Awesome. And I truly believe also a lot of women actually are like me. They want to work out, they want to lose weight, and obviously like get skinnier. Not everybody wants to obviously gain muscles in a sense. Like you want to have like lean muscle, you want to have like muscle mass, but you don't have to have huge muscles being a feminine woman. Yeah. But you still want to work out. Agreed, yeah. So with the like you went to, the way you describe the dance school, it's like one of those authentic like hardcore Russian ballet schools. Like the mm-hmm. teachers walking around with a stick, and if like you're not in the plie position correctly or something like that, they're gonna whack you across the back of the leg or something. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. I mean, it's not it, it, like to me it doesn't sound crazy. To me, it was no. that 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 was normal. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like with Taekwondo with us, like they had the, the teacher had one of those little popping sticks, and if you weren't in the right, if you weren't low enough in your horse stance or something like that, I mean, like they would come and and you get a pop like that. I feel like more of like those kind of disciplines, either martial arts or, or ballet or any kind of formal dancing, it benefits the kids, at least when they're growing up that way, to just kind of be in that strict kind of setting and give them those, you know, those bumpers on the sides to get their shit right. A lot of respect also. Like 
it's a lot of respect to a teacher. It doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter anything. It's a lot of respect. So you better respect. You cannot be late. If you leave, you cannot enter. That that's as simple. Nobody's yelling at you. Nobody's saying anything. You're just not allowed to the class. That's it. Yeah. You were dancing in the at the Belarus, or it was already in U.S. No, it was in Belarus. Okay. Pete, any other Apollon products before the new year? There's still a couple of weeks left. <laughs> Can you see my eye? <laughs> Both of them? Uh, yeah, we are releasing bare knuckle, the new bare knuckle next weekend. Um, we will uh, reveal the formula in you know in, in upcoming days. Um, I believe Monday or Tuesday, right, Chain? Something like that. Um, and, yeah, I guess. <laughs> And then, uh, if everything goes well, uh, Act Talking is going to be released somewhere around Christmas. And, uh, and there's going to be one more release before the end of the year. So, uh, you know, we have three weeks and three releases, and, you know, just as promised. Lionheart might make it before the end of the year or just at the beginning of the year, but it's definitely in the next few weeks. Just uh, with so many new releases, we don't want to overwhelm because, you know, it's one taking away from the other one. And we would just would like to, you know, give respect to each and every release and each and every product, you know, that, that they deserve. Because right now we have about six, maybe seven products in the pipeline and uh, they all pretty much ready to go. So we have to kind of space it out. So more than likely it's going to be. It's, the trend's going to continue after December 31st, and we're just going to continue with the releases into January and February. Yeah. Shane, can you, can you scoot over so Lucas can come in? It's very dark in Lucas's room. He'd like to come up and get into the next room next to you, please. I already, I already wrote, wrote him to uh, make some room for me. So come. You know, sit, sit on this lap. <laughs> David, my chair is only for you, you know, especially after the surgery and all. You see the, you see the, you see the white table over here. Yeah, that's my chair. That's a special, that's a special place for me, man. In the corner. <laughs> Lucas's internet draws too much power and lowers the lights. Yeah, well, that's why they don't have roads. Like they're they're diverting all of their resources into Lucas's internet connection for today. Oh. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I showed you I showed you the, the finished road, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> What's the excavation for, for electricity in Poland? I mean, Poland's going to be the richest country in the world in the next few months. They will. Yeah, with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> there is one other thing I wanted to mention, Robbie. When, when Robbie sent out this delightful tub with Caroline on for Black Tulip, there's been some other brand releases that we've gotten some other products ahead of schedule here at the house, and usually they come up in cardboard boxes that have been kicked on, trampled, stomped, and everything. And I got this wonderfully sexy red box with black tulip on it and the official Pollen logo. This is, yeah, this is nice. You're bitching about it like nonstop, and I knew you are going to bitch if you're not going to get the this box. This is good, man. I feel special now. I got, the, I got the special box. So thank you. I got to say, that's a, that's a nice touch. That is. Yeah, Pete did a great job. And, and you know what? The funny thing is, is that we got in touch with Pete about it maybe about 10 days before the release about the idea of having a box and he's been i mean i can't thank him enough he really did an outstanding job i literally came up with the boxes in i think like a couple of days 
Amen. Pete, if you want to shamelessly plug your company for all the uh, the stuff y'all do, feel free to post that in the comments section or in the uh, in the actual YouTube comments below, and I'll keep a link up for that because that's this is pretty awesome, man. It's it's textured and everything on there. I don't believe that Pete did that. Probably his, his slaves made made it happen, not him. He gave the order, and then his minions carried out the work. Minions. David, thank you. A chair and a couple of burgers. <laughs> no, fuck you. Burgers I'm keeping. <laughs> Robbie punches women in the face. Ouch. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shane, how was uh, Ava's birthday last weekend? It was fantastic. Was it? What did y'all do? Yeah. I had like a fat piece of shit. <laughs> Which is, can you get, can you make your way to McDonald's? Is that what you qualify as that? Nah, I had, had cake, had pies, I had more cake, I had chocolate mousse, I had more cake. What did you have? Vegetables. Fucking vegetables. <laughs> carrot cake. Yeah, carrot cake. Vegetables. Cheat meal. No one, no one's having vegetables if we're having dessert here. Okay. What kind of cakes? Um, like, did did you did you and Nikki make these cakes? Did y'all procure uh, them from a restaurant? Does Wait, Ava have a specific type I, of cake? I see if I, so, so Nikki, she's a she's a bit of a cake maker. Mm -hmm. um, you didn't, didn't saw the the picture. I changed the No, that's no, not a social media. Remember? I'm not a, I'm not a oh, social yeah. individual. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, the she. she of my social interactions is you four knuckleheads or three knuckleheads say, plus Carolina. I gotta say, she did a fantastic job with uh, with the yeah, cake. Yeah, she makes some pretty pimping, like the full. Yeah three-tier thing with the i don't know if i got a picture because i was eating it um damn it you remember yeah. you remember the show uh that exhibit had on the mtv Pimp my right mm -mm. i never watched that show either i wasn't an mtv kid oh, so if you can see this one that was the one she did last year hold on let me let me do this real quick That is impressive. She but did all that this one, herself. this one was like twice the size. There we go. And it was chocolate. Yum. So, yeah, it was it was boss this year. Creamy. Hey everyone, happy birthday to the boss at Apollon. Okay. Thank you. Do you have? The, I know boss. you said you've been up early uh, this morning with birthday messages out the yin yang. Caroline, do you have any big birthday plans for tonight? Or is there something you typically like to do on your birthdays? I think everybody knows that I love my birthday like so much that I start talking about it probably like six months before my birthday, <laughs> making sure that everybody going to the, gonna get the gifts for me because uh -huh. the day is coming and they need to be ready for it. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's not a joke. Do you do, do you treat it? Do you treat it like the birthday week? No, no. fucking six months. Yeah, listen, we got a plan here. See, like sometimes, like what Apollo lacks sometimes, like see, like it's a lot of chaos going on sometimes. So I need to plan it ahead. When when my birthday comes, oh. it needs to be planned out. Everybody needs to be ready. <laughs> you know how Shane was annoying with making sure that we call him Lord. Well, multiply that. That's fucking annoying. That's just that's just correct. That's just correct. Well, that's what it is. You, imagine walking into a pond. You know, it's a, it's an early morning. You 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 get to work, and uh, you know her birthday is in December, but you're in August or September. And then she says to you, 
By the way, don't forget, my birthday is coming up. I hope you're ready. That's right. And you hear about it on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah see, have you, have you heard of the birthday week? Yes, like Sandy does that. It's more than that. No, so like birthday week, let's just say you're like, you come in on Monday, like your birthday is Friday, you come in on Monday, and I don't know, you knock Robic's lunch on, on the ground, and he's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And you're like, bro, it's my birthday. It's like, your birthday's on Friday. It's the, it's the week. It doesn't really matter. So you get the whole week. It doesn't, get you don't just get, she gets the whole I mean, you can get the whole month. Month might be a bit much. You Maybe just the week. Thing. Yeah, you have no idea. She drives us. She drives us. Yeah, you can take the you can take the excuse of birthday. A list of, of of presents that she wants. Right. Yeah, it, it's just it, it's yeah. an absolute insanity. It's like an event. Yes, it is. Yeah, just do a big dinner with like the gang from Apollo or anything like that, or the like Robin's family or anything. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's after the podcast, we're going actually yeah. to this fancy restaurant in Brooklyn. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> It's it, it, like I said, and then tomorrow it's probably going to be after party or something like that. It's just like it doesn't stop. Go to one of those two-story McDonald's where you, you can sit up top. Fancy restaurant called McDonald's. Happy meals for everyone. Yesterday she walks in in the evening, and I said to her because she, she she said something about her birthday naturally, and I said you're an old cow. You're 32. Enough. And she goes, no, I'm young, I'm beautiful, I'm very talented. And she says this with a straight face. I'm like, dude, I just insulted you. Now she says, I was like, you realize that other people have to say that you're young and beautiful. She goes, no, it's the No, nah, disagree. <laughs> Thank you. This is this, this what, this what uh, my daughter does when she looks in the mirror. We try and make her, she does, she does that. And well, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. And eventually, it just doesn't matter what you say. Exactly. Reminds me of the old Stuart Smalley skits on Saturday Night. He talks about like me getting gifts. It's not that. Like I love to give gifts yeah, much more. She's good at it. So it's not about getting the gift. I just like the atmosphere. I like the holiday itself. It's not only the birds. I love New Year's also. Like I love people that I love birthdays as well. So I make sure that they have a good time. So when somebody else's birthday coming, I'm planning that too, like six months ahead. I bought him a gift for his 45th year's birthday five years before that. <laughs> and I get it, and I was waiting for that day. Yep. Wow. Jane, I'm not going to plan six months for your birthday. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, we know Shane's not the consumer type because he wouldn't even drive three hours to see me if he landed in Texas and like Dallas. Yeah, something. but what you, see, yeah, you don't. You don't know if that's a testament to you or that's this is. <laughs> I'm extrapolating just based on your personality. I, I told Shane that uh, you know we were talking about him coming to the states in a few months, and I said to him, I said, look, uh, yeah, I don't live that far from a home. I said, like forty, forty-five minutes. Uh, yeah, dude, he's fucking long, man. He wouldn't shut up about it. That's my whole city. That's my. That's the length of my city. Forty-five minutes, and that's the biggest city in New Zealand. <laughs> I have a Auckland. beach. I have a beach that's twenty-five minutes away. Okay, <laughs> and that's pretty far. That's pretty far. But forty-five, fuck. I mean, forty-five yeah. multiply it times three on Friday. No. no. <laughs> I take my pre-workout, get in the car, go to the gym, because by the time I get there, it hits. I'd have to, like, take it with me. That's why we that? cool again, so it 
Last six, six hours. No, <laughs> <laughs> you see, Robert. So no wonder he doesn't want to come to visit you if he comes to Dallas. He doesn't want to drive to Austin. No, it's fine. I'll meet him. I'll meet him. I'll drive two thirds of the way. Maybe he can just drive an hour, you know, and then I'll, I'll drive the two thirds way. You know. I believe I'm going to Houston. Is that close? It's two, two and a half hours. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. That's better. No, I can drive. If you're going to Houston, I'll drive down to see you in Houston. Yeah, Robert, by the way, drove from, from Texas to Apollon for the seminar. Yeah, but you literally just said, I'll drive like two to three hours if you're in Houston. How long Jersey was 23 hours. No, this is dumb. <laughs> I broke it up over two and a half days. I did nine what do you hours, do? ten hours, and five hours. What do you, what do you, what do you do when you well, this time? Dang, he calls the podcast. Yeah, he calls me that he goes to be. Where were you in in Kentucky or something? And he goes to me. I'm drinking bourbon. He says I'm getting drunk. I was not drinking and driving. I said I was passing through. There's the Kentucky Bluegrass Trail where all of like the major bourbon distilleries, like Four Roses, Wild Turkey, Woodford Reserve, Jim Beam, all of those. There's like this 45 mile stretch through the the heart of Kentucky uh, called the Bluegrass Parkway, and it's every five miles. There's another big ass distillery, Maker's Mark, um, all of those. So that's where I was actually drinking on the road. If you stop at these places, then it just makes it longer. I didn't stop at them. I was driving past them. One, I am just saying, but if you like there. If you yeah, stop, it doesn't matter. Like twenty-four hours, twenty-six hours, who cares? Oh, no, it's the beauty no, of working no. from home, man. I can I can take a you know three days to drive up to Jersey, hang out for two days, drive. Three days I work from home well, too, but it doesn't mean I want to drive for a day. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy the, the the peace and the quiet, and driving actually through like Kentucky, Tennessee, and West Virginia surprisingly is really beautiful. Like driving through it, like you get to see the the mountains and the uh, the fall leaves were just starting to change at the end of October and everything. You sound like a fifty year old man. I am. I, I am old, and I did find a pretty cool bourbon bar in West Virginia, actually. So Lucas walks to the you walk to the gym, right, Lucas? Yes. That's the distance that I like. Well, like, he walks how far through the it? porn shop to get to the gym, though. That's the that's the the catch with that's the, uh, the best part. You get you get you're talking about distilleries. He's got a porn hats? shop on the way to the gym. Oh uh, yeah, that's way better. Not just one, but two, man. Yeah. He gets extra stimulation. Well, he gets it walking there and on the way back. So it's like three workouts in in one day. It's just like there you go. See, Brooke knows what we're talking about. Passing through the adult stores. Yes. Walking distance is the right distance. Exactly. Everything is within walking distance. Just how much time do you want to dedicate to walking to get? No, 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 no. When someone says, "Ah, I'm going to see my uncle." He's walking distance. Oh, it's three days away. No, he doesn't mean three days. It means walking distance is traditionally like, I don't know, 20 minute walk. Maybe that, maybe 30, pushing it. No one's going to say walking distance and mean like fucking another state away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know We know what we mean. Yeah. Look uh, how long is the walk? It's like 30 minutes. So do you do extra cardio at the gym or not? No. That is the cardio. Yeah. That's the cardio. Yeah, that's even that's the, better. That's the reason why I walk to the gym. There you go. Sridhar, why the name Black Tulip? We touched on this a little bit in the beginning, Robbie. Uh, yeah. But uh, because Carolina eats them for breakfast every morning. <laughs> <laughs> 
and knife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just do a brief recap, Robbie, for uh, Sridhar. Why uh, the name um, Black Tulip? Black Tulip is uh, actually a book by Alexandre Dumas, <laughs> uh, which was a movie, um, a very famous French movie, um, back in back in the late sixties, I believe, early seventies. It's a French movie that was extremely popular, and um, basically based on that movie, based on that name, uh, Black Tulip. And you know, once I saw the what it means, you know, that Black Tulip represents class, elegance, and and strength, it was pretty much like I said before, no brain kind of fit. There we go. Uh, Shane, there is a new feature on the Stack 3D site. You know, have audio oh, clips. Yeah, man. Poor lady so, bastards. I just, I just noticed that this morning when I was scrolling through the site, getting some topics for the podcast. Um, do you want to? Um, how long did you've been working on that? How did you get that into uh, implanted into the site and all that stuff? I did on Thursday. I saw it on someone's website on Wednesday, and I was like, I like that. So then I, I, I put it on mine. Is it just a matter of getting like a little widget or something, like digging it into the back end somehow? Yeah, you were working it on the back end, but it's pissing me off because it's an automated thing. So it creates the audio, but it was reading the pictures. It was being like, it was saying things out loud. Then it would say image, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, that's fucking stupid. Like, I just want you to say the story and it was reading. So I had to figure out a way to tweak all that stuff. Yeah. Eventually, it'll be like a button at the top where when you you can just press play, it'll just play it. Mm -hmm. Right now, I've just thrown it at the bottom. Okay. Well, yeah. Did you have a I big just... request from people to ask you like they wanted a, an audio version of it? No. He I just saw it. Me. I thought it was... I just, thought, I just saw it. I thought it was cool. He asked me for approval. I said, yeah, oh, yeah let's do that. Yeah, and I think you can do it so that... Um, It'll join them all together, or like it'll mm -hmm. stitch them up, and it'll turn it into an episode that can be downloaded for like, you know, for a day or something. Oh, that's so, cool. I don't know. See how many people like it. I haven't actually figured out how to track people can listen to it. So, for a line, no one's listening. But yeah, some people seem to like it. Didn't cost much money. Norman, Norman, the first part of your question did not post through here so the only thing i'm seeing right here is reason why is my day start at 4 a.m and i don't exactly want to eat but want to get some protein in or protein with adaptogens in it and take after workout called after way if there is any company that can pull it off it's apollo put the so first part of your question, question on there <laughs> i don't understand the question reason is why he's looking for and, and Maybe like an early morning meal, meal replacement thing or something? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, Why well, he's saying he doesn't want to eat, but he wants protein. Yeah, yeah. See if you can upload it one more time, Norman. Or I think he's looking for, for protein powder with adaptogens. That is my yeah. guess. Protein adaptogens? Some of those adaptogens is... are pretty nasty tasting. There is one out there. Yeah, there there. is one. Is there? Catrava? Uh, oh, that's not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> no idea what I that think, is. I think this is the name of the company. It's like a meal replacement. And it has like, you know, it has carbs with, with the protein, but it has like, uh, 
a huge list of superfoods, including like mushrooms, um, all the superfoods, greens, those kinds of things. You know, smashed into like a big top. It's like uh, in a in a in a bag, and it has like fifteen servings or something. It's expensive, but it, if you get money. Okay. No, I see the question uh, came through now. Sorry, first question is a protein powder that has one gram of tyrosine, 150 of alpha GPC, no, 100 milligrams of nerve. You guys can call it morning whey. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. It's just going to make the protein powder that much more expensive. Uh, I, I mean, it would almost be easier just to buy, like, the capsules yourself of them. Just buy, like, a 500 milligram capsule of tyrosine, take two of them, yeah. 600 milligram capsule of alpha GPC and Neurofactor and, and pop a couple of capsules and have your, your protein shake. Um I think the idea would be cool. Is it practical and is the end user going to want to shell out the money for that? I don't think so because we saw with Alpha Line, they released that protein powder that had the, what, they had GABA in it and Velocitol and they were selling for something like 60 or 70 bucks and they've gone back and retooled that because. And also, don't forget when they released it, the price of uh, protein wasn't as crazy as it is right now. So, you know, I mean, you end up in a situation where, like, I can see the idea being. I, I don't know, I don't want to call it brilliant, but I want to say it's interesting and it's not a bad idea, so to speak. But at the end of the day, if you fully dose those ingredients, specifically alpha GPC and a neurofactor, you know, they're not exactly very cheap ingredients. So if we are talking about high quality protein, um, and not even high quality protein in general today is absolutely ridiculously expensive. I mean, we are talking about, you know, if, if you average isolate today, is anywhere between fifty to sixty dollars on the retail spectrum. Um, this would actually raise the price, like you said, like Alpha Lime, to easily sixty plus dollars. And I feel like majority of customers will not buy it. So today, it's a very, very risky investment and very expensive investment. I think that you know, when it comes to protein, the companies obviously want to go for a safe bet and a little bit, you know, something less. Uh, not, not want to say innovative, but less risque, so to speak. You know, uh, I think that at the end of the day, protein is protein. So if you get a good quality isolate or casein or egg protein, whatever you want to get, and then to add anything extra, you know, you can stack pretty much whatever you want. Because to make that perfect, uh, uh, not even want to say perfect, but that 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 concept of having. Uh, something with adaptogens or, or nootropics or whatever, will you be able to sell it? Yes, you probably will be, but it's not going to be uh, an easy market, and I don't think it's going to yeah. be a bestseller for sure, regardless of how good the formula is, because, again, it's expensive. And uh, today, the price has to be factored because it's, it's absolute crazy. I mean, I'll give you an example that we kind of struggled with a little bit. I'm not going to say what product exactly because we worked on a few products, but uh, in August or September, I was quoted um, on a certain product. Uh, the price was uh, around $15. I think it was like $15.02, $15.03, something like that. Um, we agreed to make the product. Uh, it's actually one of the upcoming products that we are having. And uh, I got the, you know, the final bill for it and the bill came to almost $18 for the same product that I was quoted $15 
we're talking two, three months ago, something like that. And it's not like my manufacturer is trying to screw me or anything like that, not even close. You know, we had that discussion yesterday and he goes to me like, listen, you know, with uh, the price of ingredients are going through the roof right now, says that's just the way it is. So, you know, it's very, very hard to adapt to anything like that. And you have to take the cost into consideration, especially if you're selling wholesale, but that's just the way it is. And in fact, we were talking yesterday about uh, creatine because that's the number one issue right now. Yeah. So Create Pure is going to be available in 2023, not 2022, 2023. I mean, Create Pure is just not available. And creatine monohydrate right now, the prices are climbing. And I wouldn't even say on a daily basis. It's probably on an hourly basis. It's like a stock market right now. And we are talking about something that was 3 $4 about a year ago per kilo. Right now, it's, I think, close to $20 mm -hmm. per kilo on the same ingredient. And when we were discussing it yesterday, he goes to me, it's not ruled out of the question that in the next month or two or three, the price of creatine is going to hit $30 per kilo. That's yeah. insane. You know, and, uh, you know, once you see those prices, it forces basically us not to sell wholesale but to sell only direct to consumer. And even then, you know, if we're trying to be as reasonable as possible, the profit margins are pretty much close to nothing uh, because um, that's the situation. So to create something like, you know, protein with nootropics or carbs or whatever you want to add to it, doesn't really matter. It just adds to the cost. And, you know, once the consumer sees it, he goes like, okay, what the fuck, you know, I mean, that's just outrageous price, but it's not the brand. You know, we just don't have a choice. That's, you know, I mean, we're releasing X Protein right now and everybody says to me, you're absolutely insane. And I, I can see it because to be honest with you, I don't think we'll be able to succeed at selling at wholesale. I, I don't think it's gonna be possible uh, unless we're probably gonna be either breaking even if we are lucky because the price is absolutely insane and it fluctuates nonstop. So this is something that um, I don't think it's um, it's doable in the next couple of months until at least the, the market saturates or, you know, prices start to drop. And I'm sure even on a European market, Lucas can attest that there is obviously an issue with it. Um, you know, when I talk to Lars, you know, about bringing products from the United States, it's an issue because uh, salaries are in Europe are lower than in the United States. So to bring products, you know, and with all the markups and shipping issues as well, it's a serious, serious problem that, uh, you know, it's inevitable to deal with. Yeah. And one other thing to consider is like, even if you did put that, let's say you do this, some MLM or mass market company that's going to do this, they're only going to put in like 10 to 15 grams of protein and then they're going to call it like neuroprotein or just something stupid like that to where you're not going to get that full 20 to 25 grams of protein. It'll be 10, maybe 15 grams and then they'll sprinkle on that because that's how they're cutting costs and make it seem like it's a really good benefit that you're getting all these protein with these nootropics, but really it's, it's a half dose of a, a quality protein source. So they're going to use very it'll be a soy protein or a plant-based protein blend or something like that. So if, if you want to dose those nootropics all the while and make it affordable for the customer to sell it like 30 or 40 bucks for a two pound tub, you're only going to get like 15 grams of protein per serving or 20 grams of protein. You're not going to get 20, 25, 30 grams of protein in a serving. Yeah. And I mean, even if you look at some of the companies, like for example, 
Astroflab or, uh, you know, those uh, smaller companies, I noticed that Astroflab, they own a couple of stores called Jersey Shore Supplements. They have their own outlets in New Jersey and they mostly selling the protein through the stores, you know, basically direct to consumer, which I think is the way to go more or less. They don't sell a lot on the wholesale aspect because it's just not profitable, you know, to keep, um, you know, generally speaking, the two, two pound containers are anywhere between 25 to 30 servings. 25 to 30 servings on a high um, quality isolate, I mean, the price is just insane. So if you're going to be able, I remember stores used to pay $20, $21, $22 or something like that per price of two pound, of contain, uh, two pound container of isolate. But today, 28, 30, or maybe even higher is just standard. Yeah. So when you have um, the price used to be what forty four dollars, forty dollars on average of isolate, you know, especially with all the discount co uh, coupons, codes, and stuff like that, it's just not profitable for the companies. It's uh, it's either the quality is going to suffer, or uh, the like you said, amount of uh, protein per serving, or maybe amount per container. Yeah. Norman, this is an easy question. Always go for the Louisiana boy. We're all going for Dustin tonight. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't think boy. I'm allowed to say anything but Dustin because I want my relationship with Robert to continue. <laughs> so I'm just going to shut the fuck up. There we go. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, Robbie, do you have any analysis on the fight you want to offer up? You won't hurt my feelings, but just don't uh, expect any Christmas you know, presents thing for is, To be honest with you, like I, I know Shane likes to... To put his money on, on on fighters, and I, I think, knowing Shane, I could be wrong. He probably gonna bet on this fight, uh, but I don't know why. I just I feel like Shane might be betting on Charles. No, on Dustin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that doesn't mean I'm not gonna win. I mean, I lose a lot. You're, support, so. you're supporting. See, the thing is, with this. With this fight, I honestly, it's one of those fights where I think either one can win. It's just that competitive. I think Dustin is a little bit more of a dog, so he's going to try to scrap and he's going to go. I think he has more of a heart than Charles. Charles known in the past to quit fights, you know, which is, I'm, I'm not saying that um, in, in any uh, disrespectful way or anything like that, but uh, at the end, Charles Oliveira in the last couple of fights has evolved tremendously and he's been destroying everybody. His level of jiu-jitsu is on a whole other level and that's where Dustin lost to Khabib. You know, he was submitted, that was his last loss. So I don't think that Dustin uh, wants to end up on the ground when it comes to fighting Oliveira because Oliveira is as good as uh, Khabib, if not better, at submissions. He may be not as good and not as powerful when it comes to ground and pound and physically, but in terms of submissions, he's probably the best in the division. Uh, on the other hand, Dustin has far superior stand-up. His, uh, his hands are absolutely amazing. He's probably one of the best boxers in the division, too. So I think it can go either way. Um, I'm leaning a little bit more towards Dustin if it goes to later rounds. I feel like if it's going to go into past the third round, I think that the dog in Dustin's going to prevail. But, uh, again, Charles Oliveira is no joke, so this keeps going either way. 
follow up from Norman. We can all at least agree Nunez is going in and winning the second round TKO. Calling it now. She's a beast. She, she's a beast. You know, I, I don't know how anyone can bet against her. The only way I would bet against her if she was fighting again Valentina Shevchenko, then maybe I would bet against, against her. But other than that, she's, uh, she's an absolute beast. There you go. Do you watch UFC much, Carolina? I do. Yeah. I'm going for Dustin soon. I like Dustin. Good. Good. <laughs> Support I the hometown. I think actually he looked the best versus Khabib. So I think that was obviously one of the best fights when it comes to the Khabib. And I think he had the best chance to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the, I thought he came close to winning too. At one point, I just don't think he kind of you know um, pressed it hard enough when he because he rocked Khabib definitely in that yeah. fight. He rocked him, and then I, I don't know maybe he hesitated, maybe he guessed. I don't know what happened, but uh, he he probably came the closest to beating Khabib in my opinion too. And like t- technically, also not just by talking, like technically, like he he was good on the ground. I mean, obviously, where experience comes in with Khabib, it's like years and years and years since he was a child, so... Yeah. Dustin is just a workaholic. I mean, when you see him fight, you can see that that guy is all business. Yeah. Question up. We were actually talking about this uh, in our group chat the other day, Lucas. Uh, this is one that got dropped in uh, over on last week's podcast in the comments section, so I thought we could discuss it today. Mm-hmm. Uh bullshit. It's all I hear about. I noticed that uh Derek at more plates more dates has it in stock and before he before he didn't, which tells me people stopped buying it. It it might it might have been he ran out of supply, but Lucas, go ahead and uh kind of elaborate on what you were saying in the group text and then we can kind of get into it a little bit more. I had a conversation about this for like a week or so with Lars. Uh, because you know, on the market right now, there's like plenty of of Turkestaron products, Turkestaron based, I would say, products. They all claim that you know they uh, contain the, the real Turkestaron. While uh, I saw some uh, publications that were released this month and they showed that like 90% of the products that were that are on the market doesn't contain real Turkestaron at all. Or if they con- contain tercosterone, the percentage of the standardized, like you know, compound is like less to probably nothing. So uh, as you can imagine, people are like putting money into something that that's not legit. So I would like you know uh, tell people to be aware of that, and if you see that you know. A product is is really cheap. Please don't buy it because it's in ninety nine percent. It's probably not the real terpsterone. It's some bullshit or SARM or something that is hugely spiked. And I would suggest not to you know invest in something that is start is just like overhyped. I'm not saying that Derek's products are not tested or anything like that, but uh from what i've heard and from what uh lars told me you know the the situation with real tercosterone is that the availability of the product is very very hard it's hard to get it the real tercosterone that you can get is in most cases uh imported from azerbaijan but the 
the problem is that you know you need to have they have uh, like a strict guidelines as far as like importing stuff and exporting stuff from their country which makes everything super rough that's why like many companies are uh, releasing instead of testosterone as the sterone which is like uh a different version of it. It's still a good compound, but it's not as powerful as tercosterone. Uh, I would st still say that if you had the uh, the chance to get the tercosterone, definitely invest it. But it's you know, as I said, it's expensive, and you know, please make your testing as far as who you who you are getting from. And there are a few uh, standardized versions right now on the market. So the 10% is the best option if you can get it. But as I said, you know, right now it's pretty rough. So yeah, keep that in mind. And a shameless plug uh, right there. Yeah. Written by this smart, sexy individual. I don't know. I don't know the guy, but I only can say that he's a smart Polish. He's a smart Polak. So that this is going to give you all the ins and outs of turkesterone versus dysterone, and is it really worth? One of my favorite articles because it's it's so accurate and it explains in detail. But the thing is, is that um, you know, I mean, you you, you have an ingredient that is. Um, you know, I'm I'm not gonna not gonna say it's good or bad because you know Lucas uh, looks into it a lot. Uh, sorry, 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 Robbie, to interrupt you. You know, the thing is that you know the the people are in search of the new sexy ingredients. Oh yeah, and it's, and it's been that for like many years, and every company right now is looking for another ingredient that will break out. You know, the market. We we saw it with few ingredients that were released like. Last year and this year, you know what I'm talking about. The three, uh, 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 you know. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's one of the ingredients and, and so on. So, yeah, keep that in mind, you know, and just like don't go with the hype, you know. Make the make your uh, your research at first, and you know, uh, invest in the companies that are legit and not just like you know super overhyped. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's the thing, you know, it's very, very hard to establish, um, you know, which we talked about another company yesterday. Um, and there are so many of them that when it comes to purity of the ingredients or supplement facts or, uh, yeah, you know, quality, it's uh, unfortunately a lot of companies are very, very, very questionable on the market. It's not like we, we don't have to go into just specifically one company because there are so many of them. And uh, when it comes to an ingredient like testosterone, Yes, there is some data that shows its effectiveness, but at the end, the purity of the ingredient and, you know, what specifically each and every company is using, it's very, very hard to establish. And, you know, it's not like they're going to present you with some kind of a certificate of analysis or something like that, where you know exactly what kind of ingredient and purity they're using. Um, a couple of years ago, you remember there was a pro hormone called one test mm -hmm. it was very very popular um should i say it was actually very hyped more than anything and a lot of companies just like many pro hormones when it came out a lot of companies actually used it and um you know finally it was banned 
But at the same time, besides the fact that it was banned, uh, it didn't really produce no noticeable results or anything like that. Like it, it didn't do shit, to be frank. Um, in the last couple of weeks, I did a lot of research on my own on that specific ingredient on that product. And right now you have a few underground steroid companies who are manufacturing it as an injectable steroid and it's called DHB. It's very, very interesting. I mean, I'll send you some data on it. It's exactly the same as it was marketed as an oral pro-hormone that was sold everywhere, but realistically did nothing. Now, when I did research, and I've been doing it for the past couple of weeks, it just found it extremely interesting. Um, did it, uh, was it a bullshit ingredient? So actually, surprisingly, it wasn't. It was legit, very good, extremely powerful, and low side effects ingredient. I mean, it was actually like one of those ideal steroids. And as injectable, uh, you know, obviously the powders are coming from China and people are making it into a steroid, injectable steroid using DHP. Um, if you look into the molecule, if you look into the ingredient itself, uh, it's an extremely powerful steroid that is kind of similar, even though it's called one test, it has nothing to do with testosterone. It's not a testosterone product at all. Um, the name of it is actually dehydrobaldenone which is uh, kind of similar to Equipose, uh, which is also a veterinary drug uh, that is very, very popular uh, with steroid users. But in reality, it actually resembles more like Trambolone, which is extremely powerful androgen um, that, you know, known for toxicity, that is known for quite extreme both results, effects, and side effects. Um, but one test, uh, specifically in injectable form, is extremely powerful. It actually yields phenomenal results with very, very low toxicity and very low side effects. And it produces that hard look and uh, very low water retention. It's actually very, very mild when it comes to an androgen, but it's a very, very high anabolic. Um, the reason why I'm bringing it up because it actually relates to exactly what Lucas just said. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to compare it to testosterone or anything like it, but it does relate to the purity aspect and how good the ingredients are. And sometimes, you know, there is this new innovative or the new hyped up product is that everybody wants on it because everybody's looking for the latest, sexiest, most effective ingredient. But then when people start taking it, they like, hold on a second, this doesn't do shit. And the reason for that is, is because it's not effective because it's not pure because all it contains may be the name of something that potentially could be effective if it was standardized for something better and it was uh, more effective but today you know people are willing to pay any money you know it's like Shane said once you know even if it helps with one percent people will buy uh, and this is specifically what we are talking about if there is a chance that one percent that this will help people will buy, um, you know, and of, of course, uh, considering that companies are coming up with claims, this is as effective as D-Ball, this is as effective as, uh, you know, as, as steroids, you know, this is a safe way of taking steroids without taking steroids, because it's not going to suppress your natural testosterone levels. And it's not that people are, you can sell people hope. That's essentially what you're selling. It's not necessarily that people are stupid, but I mean, some are. But uh, at the end, you, you're selling hope. 
like, listen, I'm going to take this ingredient. This is going to give me maybe even 1% is going to put me over the edge of my competition and it's going to produce certain results. And boom, you have a hot selling new ingredient that everybody is hyped on. Um, so I think that, you know, the purity of the ingredient is definitely a question, uh, a question that, you know, that has to be raised each and every time. And of course, you know, you can look into um, the research and what does research say? Does turkestron actually deliver? Does it have the potential that it's claimed to have? Uh, all these things have to come into, uh, into a question because the thing is, is that it's expensive. It's expensive, but will it work? That's, that's the biggest question. And at this point, you know, it points out that most of the turkestron on the market is just hopes. Yeah, and there's there's really no human research on it in terms of exercise performance, like in in vivo studies of a human taking an oral capsule of turkesterone to do that. We've got a little bit of data. There's two studies with the uh, beta ecdystones or, or beta hydroxy ecdystone. Um, so there's studies with that showing its benefits humans, but again, these are very small studies, very limited research, and these supplements. The whole thing. Yeah, and they're they're obscenely expensive. Like a quality one is probably going to run you between fifty and eighty dollars a bottle. And at that point, is it worth it? Could you spend that fifty bucks somewhere else better? Maybe I don't know. So it's always worth it, bro. One percent. Yeah, man. Is turkestron supposed to be taken as a standalone product? And if not, how would you notice a difference? Uh, it can be taken as a standalone product. You can take it. You know, either immediately before your training session or after your training session. Um, the only way to know if it's actually quote unquote working is to run six months of resistance training by yourself with no other supplements and then take Turkest, not maybe not six months, but take it, take it for two months straight using no supplements and then take it two months doing everything else, keeping everything the exact same and using Turkestron and measure, go get a DEXA scan or something else like that to see if it's actually leading to increases in lean muscle mass. First of all, it doesn't make sense to like stack it with something else because otherwise you won't say you know the difference. For example, yeah. if you're gonna you know stack stack it with like a few other supplements, then at, at, at the end you won't you won't know if if it was just turkesterone, if it was a combination of, of all the ingredients above. You know, so if you're gonna you know run a turkesterone cycle, I would suggest you know to take it standalone. Take it basically, you know, for like two months straight. I would go with like one or two bottles, you know, if that that would be the, the sufficient amount, at least like 500 milligrams per day. And definitely do a, like a split dose of like two dosages. So 250 per, uh, like for example, in the morning and in the, in the evening. And I would stack it with like a high protein meal. Not, you know, taking it on empty stomach. I would like definitely uh, grab some some protein with it. Yeah. Not worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's those fringe ingredients. I mean, turkesterone, ecdysterone, any of those, they're not going to be in my first five or ten supplements that I recommend to an individual for them to start looking into. And nowhere near the top ten. I'm seeing some promising research as far as like ecdysterone and, uh, and uh, breast cancer thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing it more and more, especially coming from Russia, because you know the the azesterone was really popular back in the days in Russia, you know, before the Olympics. 
and there were like so many papers as far as like you know the usage of testosterone with uh, Olympians, you know. So that's something to 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 think about. And you know now they're like testing uh, the testosterone on uh, on breast cancer women, and they see like huge improvements. Well, yeah, it modulates estrogen receptor beta. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So that's something that you know uh, people should be you know take into consideration. Uh, my mom was using it uh, during her treatment, so I don't know if it helped or not. I'm a believer, but uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. You know? As Pete says, the best and safest way to raise your test levels is with actual test. Bingo. Probably the most affordable way too. Uh, with TRT. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite flavor of isoblast? Just got the chocolate milk flavor and loving it. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the chocolate definitely is very, very good. Um, I still lean a little bit, but maybe because I'm biased, I really like German uh, chocolate cake. Uh, I like this one probably. Whose idea was was to release a uh, German German style? Well, actually, we just found out yesterday from one of the one of the ambassadors because I was always wondering, like, uh, coconut in German makes absolutely no sense. So I honestly thought it was called German because of Germany. And we found out that actually German has nothing to do with Germany. It's a name of a person from Texas. He's the one who invented the cake, uh, which was chocolate cake with coconut, but his name, I suppose his last name is German. And that's the reason why it's called, but I have no idea to be honest. Okay. I was gonna uh, say as a fellow Polak, I'm offended you're doing anything German in the line. I'm offended. There is no, there is no Polish flavor. Yes. Or my yeah. flavor that is dedicated to Polish people. Exactly. That's the Polish is coming. 2022. Your face and a Polish flag, and <laughs> and a little adult store on the background. <laughs> you have a favorite you flavor, get, You will get canceled, man. <laughs> Carolina, what's your favorite protein in the arsenal of Apollon proteins? Caramel macchiato. <laughs> it's good. I love caramel macchiato. I mix it with chocolate if I want like, to have like mocha flavor. Mm -hmm. But I'm more of a chocolate person than vanilla, that's for sure. And I love dark chocolate. Like, eat darker the better to me. Yeah, probably too. Yeah, so nothing like 75%. Nothing less than 75% as counts as chocolate to me. So they are and uh, I don't like when it's a lot of sugar added also to chocolate. So that's why I love all that chocolate. It's not so sweet. Mm -hmm. And if I mix it with caramel macchiato, you have that like mocha flavor. Yeah. Extra points for dark chocolate from me. Yeah. See? yeah, I've got 85% dark chocolate here at the house. And San Sandy can't stand it. She said it tastes like dirt or something. But I, I love it. The halfling loves it. And that's, that's all that matters. <laughs> White chocolate, milk chocolate. Yeah. Oh, Robbie, you just you, you fell down a rung on the ladder again. I First you're doing ger you're doing collaborating with the Germans, and now you don't like dark chocolate. I mean, German chocolate cake I love also. I love coconut, and all the idea of chocolate and coconut together. And I told Rob, there is actually I, I think Lucas will know 
it was a candy, like it was a chocolate bar called Bounty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So oh, I told Rob, I'm like, Bounty it is. And he goes to me, no, it's Almond Joy. I'm like, there is no Almond Joy in Europe. There is Bounty. And I remember today, it was a beautiful commercial. Like probably going 20 years back, it was like a paradise. I think it was a Bali or Maldives, something like that. It was palm trees. Yeah, palm trees, like blue, blue water. And it was like all about the joy of chocolate and chocolate together. And he had no idea about bounty existence. To me, bounty See? is a fucking paper towel. No, he goes to me, bounty is paper towels. I'm like, no. <laughs> Where's the one? Yeah, yeah bounties, bounties all over Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. Mm. Who yeah. Knows? I think it's, it's a. a I thought it was the yeah the Mars guys yeah. Mars guys, yeah. There's a, there's a toilet paper. <laughs> that's, that's to be bounty. <laughs> that's the flavor of the protein. <laughs> um, when I moved to America, I had no idea why they call paper towels bounty. I'm like, is it like flavored with coconut or something? Like why bounty? I just I just thought of something since I see Sridhar is here and Lord Chain is here. I thought that maybe we'll do a giveaway so I can see Sridhar being nice to uh, nice to Shane again. <laughs> so guys, uh, you know what? Uh, let's give away some black tulip to celebrate uh, Kay's birthday as well as Shane's presence and Sridhar here. It just all makes sense. There we go. All right. Carolina, since it's your birthday, you get to choose the winning comments to, for the winners for the, uh, the black tulip tubs at the end of the podcast. Okay. I think Sridhar is just uh, is just about to tell Shane to go fuck himself. Insult to Shane. When that's his only black thing. Tulip. <laughs> the, best, the best insult. Oh, uh, yeah. That'd be fun. All right. So yeah, at the end, let, let's give away uh, one or two containers of black tulip. You know what? Let's do it. Uh, Carolina's gonna give away one. Each, well, actually, all of you except me. I'm going to be the bad guy. I'm not giving shit. Okay. So four tops up for, up for grabs. There we go. Awesome. Uh, Norman, is Selflow 6 as strong or stronger than Vaso 6, would you guys say? I have not seen the studies on Selflow 6 yet, nor have I used the ingredient. Um, I know Robbie's used it, uh, so he can speak to more of the anecdotal experience. I, I believe it's the same six bio fractions that they're standardizing for it's the exact same material isn't it or are they change did they change which they were expecting <coughs> for um you know we it's i think it's about time we bring matt i think on the podcast and uh, you know we, we talked about it uh, so i'm not gonna go into um break down which one is better or you know south slope because i think it's just it's gonna be fair to leave it up to matt especially since we discussed about him joining the podcast so he's gonna be probably the better person to explain, and I think it's only fair that we give on the floor for that. Um, I use Cellflow 6. I mean, obviously, I I played with it prior to the release of the ingredient. I, I like it, but I was also a big fan of Ace of 6 as well, so that's all I'm going to say on it, but I think it just Matt probably would be better at explaining it. Yeah. Here we go. Shane just got another fan. Oh, Shane has more fans? Jiffy, whoa. See, you said only one guy. It's a reason. Sean, Sub Talk Radio. Carolina, who has the better bald head, Lucas or Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think they both can pull it off. So, with hair, without hair, 
That's a very diplomatic answer. That's one from being from from Belarus to Switzerland. To Switzerland. To Switzerland. Yeah. Luke, hi, hi, Luke. Why is no one using GPLC glycine propionyl L-carnitine? Apparently, it promotes vasodilation. So it's quite interesting. Yeah, a funny thing about carnitine in general that most people don't know is that it does enhance blood flow. So there's a couple of studies with uh, that pair alpha-lipoic acid, ALA, with acetyl-L-carnitine, Alcar. And that actually has been shown to reduce oxidative stress and improve blood flow and lower blood pressure in individuals. So it may not necessarily be the GPLC molecule. That being said, GPLC is exorbitantly expensive and you need anywhere between one and a half to four and a half grams for it to actually be effective, or at least that's the dosages that have done in the limited amount of studies studying GPLC in humans. So um, I've seen it in a few pump supplements over the years, but not many. I think Morphogen might have it in one of theirs. And it used to be in an old SAN pump supplement, I think, back in the day. Back in the um, day, it was really popular, but yeah. now it's like the price is too high. Yeah, it's way too expensive. And there's, there's just other more beneficial, more cost-effective ingredients, I think. Um, anybody else use mess around with GPLC? I mean, I used to see it a lot, but not as much as I do now. I just assumed that there were, like, more effective ingredients, I guess, if that just wasn't at the top of the list. Yeah. it's. I mean, the, the studies in humans, are they're really small. One of them was in untrained subjects, so, you know, take that for with a grain of salt, too. Uh, I wouldn't say it's bad, but at the same time, yeah. you know, it's expensive, so... Yeah, like if I'm gonna take that, am I gonna take nitrosamine or citrulline or something like that? I'm gonna I'm gonna exactly. default to one of those. Uh, that's my point. Yeah. Jiffy Jank. It'd be funny if you made a product after trash movies and made the formula garbage, i.e., Rising Sun with Steven Seagal. You could even put Shane's face on it to make sure it doesn't sell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Only if Shane comes with his hair like half cock, I'd like he did that one time. I know, yeah, just, getting, just normal hair. Normal hair. Lucas. Or we can Photoshop me bald. And you know what? That would be the good question. Who is going to be looking more pretty with bald <laughs> hair? Shane or Robert? He definitely lost my points because I love Steven Seagal, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have a giant melon head. I would not look good bald. I'm hoping I can hold on to this for as long as possible. I think it's one of those things, like, if you go bald, people eventually just, like, you look good bald. No one's going to go up to you, like, every day of your life and be like, man, you're still ugly bald. No one's going to, like... It's, it, no one's like... It's like when Nikki said, oh, our daughter looks beautiful. And I'm like... Like, we can't say she looks ugly. Like, you can't just be like, oh, my God, you look... I mean, there are times, but you can't say she always looks ugly, can you? Yeah. Because yeah. you've got the parent eyes. Yeah. We've well, seen Robert with bull. Yeah. Sandy will say, like, she said, if my daughter was ugly, I feel like I could be honest enough and say she's No, Sandy you said, wouldn't know. Well, Sandy says, I knew I was ugly as a child, but she's saying that as herself. Like, she could realize when no, she was different. 10, 11 that she was ugly. So, I don't no, because I've seen some kids that are pretty damn ugly, and their yeah. parents are just straight up like, Oh my god, look at her, she looks beautiful today. And I'm like, oh god, you don't even know. But like, you'll never, the parents will never know. Well, you know, it's actually when, when a child is ugly and he's asking his parents, 
mom or dad, am I beautiful? And the parents typically reply, you're beautiful to me. That's a number one indication that you're fucking ugly. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Cause I say, I, I, I say that too, because I feel like if I've used, I've actually said, uh, me and Nikki said that cause we're like, because I guess it encourages someone to only look for closer opinions rather than a random, like someone walk, if you just say you're beautiful to me and that's all she ever looks for rather than going and thinking other people's opinions matter, strengthens your mind in a different way, I guess. I've actually used that one. And I don't think my daughter ugly. <laughs> but there's not to say she isn't. But I think it's also built confidence in kids. Yeah, it is, yeah. That's what it is. And when it comes to actual like, beauty and being beautiful and pretty, like, to me, you can be beautiful for someone else, you can be ugly. And that doesn't matter. So there are yeah. lots of things, and there is actually a meaning of ugly beauty, even in fashion, right? So you can be different. You can be looking different, but it doesn't mean that you're not beautiful. So you just need to be confident enough and obviously love yourself, and that's what it comes down to. And sometimes, like, there are a lot of people who are beautiful, but if they open their mouths, I mean, that's just a nightmare. Like, one of these, not one of these, but there are a few of them, actually. Like, even Russian models, right, Robic, that uh, girl, Irina Shee. I mean, come on, like, she is gorgeous. Like, gorgeous. Outstanding looking. But she was on a show, on a Russian, like, TV show. And that was just, I'm like, no, just sit there, we can look at you, and that's it. Just like, don't open your mouth, yeah. It's <laughs> like, there's like Me Megan Fox and the toe thumb. No, huh? you know Megan Fox, how she has... Megan, uh, Megan Fox, yeah, I mean... I don't know who Megan Fox is, but what are you talking Megan about? Megan Fox is, was obviously very, very pretty. And then I remember one time, uh, I'm pretty sure it was my wife, she said, she's got toe thumbs, and I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? And you Google it, and she literally has a big toe as a thumb. Obviously, it wasn't surgically put on there, but it's a thing. Okay, I feel like and I was like, at first, now. I was like, whatever, so confused. It's no big deal. And then over time, I'm just like, oh, toe thumbs. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. Look at that thumb. The <laughs> thumb. Oh my god. I'm so confused. It's 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 it, the, it's the idea. Wide, like you talking about like it's it's got a wide base to it or something. No, it's like a short. It's it's short. The thumb um, is short, like a big toe. Now I'm looking at mine. Like I don't think mine looks normal now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know it was the thing. attached to her hand. I'm so confused. All right, I didn't realize this was a thing. Look at them all. There you go. Look at this thing. And now, like ever since someone, like to be honest, I've watched most. I've, I've watched a lot of movies and never seen it at all. No. And now that it's been pointed out to me. That's all. I <laughs> I'd never heard of the expression "toe thumb." I'd never heard of it either. Weird. Okay, I mean, that's strange. Everybody, hold up your thumbs right now. Does everybody have weird thumbs? No, everybody's got. I can move like that, but that's the most I can do. Yeah. Okay. So we've all got. It's not perfect after all. Regards from Polish. There we go. There we go. David. Nope. There's no German chocolate cake here in the UK. It's gonna be soon. It, it, it's on its way. David, be patient. <laughs> Michael. 
Robbie, any thoughts or plans to release a product without Yohimbean for those of us that are sensitive? Yeah, we're looking at how to Um Actually, no. Um, it had Yohimbe, I think, the first or second version. Ever since, we never had Yohimbe uh, in Hooligan, and um, we're not planning to. Uh, the upcoming version also not going to have. Yeah, there's currently in the lineup, there's Bare Knuckle, there's Hooligan, there's the R600 capsules. Um, mm -hmm. Bloody hell, those are four products right there for pre-workout that don't mm -hmm. have any uh, Yohimbe in them. Giveaway, hurry up, give Shane compliments. <laughs> I'm nice to everyone, Rob. <laughs> That's true, you are. Yes, please get Matt on. Such a good guy to chat to. Yeah, I've, I've had many phone calls with Matt over the years, and he's a, a very, very nice guy. Shane, you're just glowing. Today. Thank That's you. It's so fun. Alex, still have Acer 6. Need to play with it more. Yeah, 600, 900 milligrams. You'll be uh, you'll be in a good spot there. Yeah. Second emotion to bring Matt on the podcast for Soflow 6. We we have been talking. Uh, Lucas is reaching out, setting things up on the back end with him to get him on here for that. Simon, Simon Robert, done. you are so smart and intelligent. At least I tried. <laughs> oh, I love I love uh, it was five dollar nice donation. Comment. From Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. Donation towards smart business choices. Carolina is obviously gorgeous and inspirational. The rest can go towards the Polish roads. <laughs> it was going to be probably around like half a dollar or something. That's it. <laughs> Polish roads this week. Carolina is taking the other 450 That's something I'm curious about for you, uh, Carolina. Being a, so there's, a lot of the brand owners and like the figureheads of supplement brands are typically guys, <laughs> bodybuilders, martial artists. Of this. So when you go into these meetings or you have these sit down chats with some of these retail owners and stuff like that, how is it in your shoes that, you know, approach and do you ever run up against any kind of nonsense or anything like that? Or do you just pretty much bust balls and, and just, you know, get shit done? I mean, when it comes to actually, when you're talking about like genders, if it is any different to me who I'm talking to, it's much mm -hmm. easier to me dealing with guys. I was always like that since I was a child. I was always like hang out with guys. I would go around. Like I would never like play with the dolls and any like any like it. So I was never like that. So I think when it comes to the mindset and just like uh, strategically and making decisions and just get it done, it's much easier to me. So it was never a problem. And I think like, honestly, like I think when it comes to a problem, I'm a team player, so it's not like it's just me. And I always tell Rob that. Uh, I think a lot of success comes with everybody's input. And I always tell it to everyone that I work with. So obviously like uh, there are a lot of people and even you guys, right? So like I don't talk to you on a daily basis, but I know that Apollo's success is maybe like those 50, 50 cents from each and single of you as well. That's <laughs> gonna make those five dollar donations, right? So that's yeah. that's my approach to business. And I never think it, you can make it by yourself. I don't think it's, uh, especially when it comes to such a big industry, mm -hmm. it's impossible. You won't be able, no matter how, how you try. Did you go to school for any kind of business stuff or did was it just, you just naturally kind of like worked in from starting at Apollo and then just kind of went up that way? Or did it's, you have any natural like proclivities towards business stuff? It's funny because my dad is actually a technical engineer. Oh, cool. When I was 16, I had problems with my part. 
And since I was dancing on a daily basis, I was told by the cardiologist that I have to quit because mm -hmm. my heart was not closing, I think, at, this, at a certain time or whatever. Like, it was some issue when I was a teenager. So my mom, obviously, because a normal mom, she got scary and she goes to me like, you cannot do it anymore, at least on a professional level. It can be a hobby, but I was dancing like six hours on a daily basis. I just loved it. So obviously it was a big tragedy to me. So I came home and I was like crying nonstop. That's all I want to do. And I was always like a very good student in school. I would even like miss classes and everything, but I would still be like an A student. But that's the only thing that I want. I want. I wanted to, to do in life. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of like had no choice because after like high school, I went to Radio Technical University. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was like miserable year to me. <laughs> I hated every single second of it. And uh, like my parents never paid for my education. So I was on scholarships on, in both universities I went to. Mm -hmm. So the first one, I just hated it because it was like a lot of physics and chemistry and uh, like uh, AP physics. And, Stuff uh, that Robert likes. Oh my God. It was just like a nightmare after nightmare. And I hid every single moment of it. Mm -hmm. So I think after a year, I came home and I told my parents, uh, I won't do it. That's it. No matter what, I won't do it. So I quit. And my dad, like when I met my dad, he's very, I think he's a very like wise guy. So he actually sat down with me and he talked to me. He's like, are you sure that's what you want in your life? And I was like, 100% sure. I'm like, that's exactly what I want. He's like, all right, so get ready and go to another college. And I had like, I think three months to get ready to go to another college. It was actually University of College and Arts in uh, Belarus. Mm -hmm. And after those three years, I entered into, those, into that university and that was it. So I had the year in Russia Technical University, <laughs> <laughs> which I hated, absolutely hated. But even in high school, like in Belarus, we have different school system mm -hmm. here. So after fifth grade, you actually get to choose what kind of like, I think where you're going to, so you can either go in like, like linguistics, so you can learn languages, or you can do math and physics. Mm -hmm. And I was in uh, like linguistic class, so I had I even learned I think like German, German talking about German chocolate, German like for a year or so. Gotcha. Excellent. Hmm. Shreda, it might be delighting, but Robbie's head definitely <laughs> has extra shine to it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I like Steven Seagal. Rising Summer's trash. Watch it and tell me otherwise, Lucas. I liked uh, Under Siege, and Under Siege 2 were good. Yeah, but they were the early work, I think. Like the first one was uh, About the Law, about Sharon Stone. That was, I think, the first Steven Seagal movie. And that was very, very, very good. And then I think there was um, one that he did with his wife. Um, I forgot the name of it. Uh, with Kelly McGraw. And then it was marked for death. And I think Under Siege was fourth. So those, those first four movies, they were absolutely amazing. Students. He got movies. Then he started to gain weight. And then he started to do all the stupid shit. But initially, I think Steven Seagal was a an amazing action star. I mean, I really liked his movies. I think everybody did. It's just like later on, I think he started just doing and saying stupid shit. And that's where actually kind of went off the rails and he gained all that weight. Yeah. yeah one of those things were actually becoming, becoming friends with our president in Belarus. 
Like, yeah. just in, I think in a monthly basis. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> I, I, I think something just went off with him. But uh, you know, the the early I think Stephen Seagal. I mean, he was very, very, very popular. I think he was among the the most popular action stars in late nineties, maybe. Yeah, early mid late nineties is. And he's a martial artist, too, right? Yeah, he is a martial artist. He's like uh, Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> They played. They played exactly the same character in 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 same in in every movie. Batman was a cop. Every movie Steven Seagal was a cop. Same movie. Every, same in movie. every movie Steven Seagal is a is a badass and he kicks ass. Yeah. And he breaks. He breaks the you know the hands. Yeah. Shane, you're beautiful to me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Shane, you are so well-rounded. <laughs> we, we can all be ugly together. Use that image on a skin and nail product. Probably the Megan Fox. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming is what David's referring to. Brooke, you are predisposed to thinking yeah, your child is good-looking. They have your genes. If they're ugly, so are you. It's true. Hey, Carolina, show, show the dog of Rob of Robex. He's so he's just, yeah, he's not ugly. He, he, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Lucas is is trying to Hold on. talk about ugly and, now, and then now, uh, Robert, Robert, read the comments that 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 she posted. <laughs> which which one? He's my baby. What are you trying to say, Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kumite, yep, that's another one. Kumite does not have Yohimbean in it either. Yeah. We don't have committee either. Mm -hmm. oh, that's true, yeah. It's getting replaced by uh, Lionheart, like we were talking about earlier. I still work with a guy who thinks women shouldn't be allowed in the workforce. He's on my list if the purge ever becomes a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> there may be some misconception about what a compliment is. Uh Seagal even made a vampire movie. His total screen time was three minutes. That was garbage or vomit or puke, whatever. What is that? Nauseating also. I think he was also in a Kurt Russell movie, Extreme Something Decision or Executive Executive, executive Decision. Yeah. yeah, I think he dies in it, uh, like also like a few minutes into the movie or something. Yeah. Shane, when is Brand of the Year going to be announced from Stacked? Oh, suck a dick. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, the, uh, the nominees are announced on Wednesday. There we or go. Or Tuesday. Whenever I decide, I can't. One of those days. Being somewhat new to the podcast, interested how the four of y'all got connected. Fuck, that's a whole, that's a long story. That's a whole podcast in and of itself. We can, we can discuss that one next week. Robert said he wanted to start a podcast and he had no friends. And so he just started sending invites out to everyone. And <laughs> he had no friends. He still doesn't have friends. <laughs> I'm going to cry. You, hey, hey, Robert, you have, you have friends in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't pay us shit. All the donations go out of nowhere. So, yeah. Yeah, Paul's words are still not being fixed. I'm embezzling the funds. It's being funneled to my private bourbon distillery. We're we're gonna yeah, be just for the Polish road. Bro, just so you know, I didn't get my money. 
If you get a pole in the road, it's still shit. <laughs> Viola doesn't get the joke about Polish roads. There is nothing wrong with them. It's just like people are picking on Lucas for absolutely no reason. Oh. Yeah. Because it's, a, it's a small, distant country. They're still shit. Oh, yeah. Please donate. <laughs> to be honest, our roads, New Zealand roads, would probably be shitter than Polish roads. <laughs> like, seriously, shit. We can uh we, we can delve we'll start next week's podcast with the uh the origins of how uh, the four of us knuckleheads uh started doing this. Uh Sridhar, I'm sure everybody wants Shane's baby face on their collagen product. I would agree. <sighs> Best Seagal line. I'm just a chef in under siege, yeah. Shane has legions of followers in here. Are these still comments? Or like backhanded compliments, insults? I don't know. I couldn't tell. I'm taking him positively. Robbie's movie knowledge and history is amazing. Well, that's where he excels, considering he doesn't really do much real work for the yeah, brand. Carolina. Because I suck at everything else. <laughs> Robert doesn't have no friends, so he drinks himself to death, and I watch movies. Yeah, that's all we do. Carolina, how do you make your hair so fluffy? Is it a Russian secret? Please tell. <laughs> she does the opposite of what Lucas and I do. Is there a secret hair regiment, Caroline, or is that just the way it's always been? Listen, I think uh, actually I get a lot of questions asked like that about my hair, and they think that I actually spend a lot of time making my hair looking the way they are with the volume and everything. I just put my head down, <laughs> I drag them, I flip them. <laughs> And I go. That's it. That's the secret. Wake up in the morning, just like I'm done. Is it true Carolina benches more than Robbie? Sean, fuck you. (laughs) I honestly think I've never benched in my life, like not once. That's the the dangerous kind. Someone who hasn't set a record yet. Yeah, she's gonna just hop onto the bar. Yeah, it's natural. Brooke, I support embezzlement. Although that means Lucas won't be able to get anywhere if his horse and buggy's out. <laughs> hey, you know what? Right now I'm screwed because there was like snow the entire the entire week. So my horse said, "Fuck you! I'm not going anywhere." So yeah, that's why I walk everywhere right now. I, I hope it still snows because when we get there, because every time Ava sees. She's just like, Snow, she's like, Lucas House. For some reason, she's just associated that video you sent Did you Snow. Did you show her the video? Yeah, she made me replay it like 50 fucking times. It's like, right now it's like twice as much snow as, as I recorded. So tomorrow I will record so one more, one more just to, just to uh, show you. It's, it, it, looks, it looks wonderful, to be honest, but, you know, because like... It sucks, yeah, yeah, but it's like walking like in a in a beach, you know. It's like especially when it's like when it's almost melting, you know, under your feet. So it's it's really hard to, to walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the new that's the new road that I told you about. Evidence of Polish roads, right there. Yeah, that's the new Polish road. 
Europe has nice wide sidewalks. I really appreciate yeah, that. They, about they, they built everything from What's because they have fucking narrow cars that are this big? The cars in Europe are not it. Our footpath is like like a bodybuilder wide. It's not very big. Yeah, they, they build everything from the scratch. So yeah, that's they're still rebuilding your the, the all the lighting and so on, but yeah, it, it looks really nice. Oh, so Brooke's money is working. See? Yeah. One road at a time. Brooke, you see, your money is going somewhere. So yeah. Brooke, I've seen snow once in my life. Not a fan. Oh man, we we got more than we needed last year during the winter apocalypse here in Austin. Actually, it was earlier this year. It was in uh, February, right after Valentine's Day. Mm. We had thirty centimeters of snow here in Nova Scotia. Can we put that in freedom units, please? We don't abide by the metric here. It, it's freedom units are bust around here. What is thirty centimeters in inches? Is that that's about twelve inches. Twelve inches. About twelve inches. Yeah, eleven point eight. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Start stop, using stop. the right metrics. Yeah, Seems I'm getting flashbacks to my phone. We all we all have no problem. Inches, centimeters. Get with it, Robert. Working on it. Brooke, that's my road? Yes, Brooke, that is the money. Your funds have been successfully funneled into the Polish roads. They've replaced the cobblestone. It's wonderful. <laughs> Muscle and bones. Surprised it's not already. Some websites have their brand of the year by the time the check goes through. <laughs> Zing. Troublemaker. Zing. They already did their, their ratings. And they deleted all the comments. Lucas <laughs> couldn't <laughs> Adam, come to Quebec. It's still snowless. It's snowless here in Texas, too. You can move down to Texas. I like snow because we don't I have it here. Yeah, it was nice when we had it. And then you lose power for three days and then water for three days after that. That's when the snow's not so nice, but that's more the fault of the power company, not the snow. Um, Shane just sent us this little duty. And yeah. uh, last call for any uh, comments, questions. Uh, Smart Get Alex ready Marks, for this forget, one. For people that are just tuning in, it is Carolina's birthday, and we are giving away four tubs of this wonderful black. Wait, is it Carolina's birthday today? Or was it, it is. today? It is. I thought it was yesterday for some reason. She is the ripe old age of 25. I don't know. If it's, I don't know. What's it? I'm not sure what to say. Like, <laughs> I was trying to say something. You said. Didn't she say she was 32? I don't know. Yeah, she's 32. Yeah. She just came right out and said it either. She wasn't playing cool with it. Like, a lot of girls won't say what their age is, man. She just came and said, I'm 32. You're like 25, and I'm like, I don't want to say... No, she's seven years older. You don't you say a woman's older. That's... You're just—you're only thirty-two years old. Yeah, she's the youngest one. On it, out of all she's of us. the baby face now. Yeah, we have the God, new baby face. Oh, Shane's thirty-four. Yeah, Lucas is thirty-six, right, Lucas? Yeah, me and Lucas are thirty-six. Hey, how old are you again? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be 47 in February, so make sure to bring me a gift from New Zealand. Well, if we're, if we're abiding by what do you want? candy or flowers, you know. What's that? What do you want? Candy or flowers? <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not known for too many things, man. Yeah, it's her Sorry, I, had to, I couldn't resist. 
Uh, well, I think that you choose. Bring them both. Both. One for each day of the week. All right, so here's something Shane just sent us. And we, we've talked about some absurd supplements before. On this the one took the cake for me. I mean, God I remember damn. Performix used to have a, like a $190 test booster, or $119 natty test booster. What the hell is that? Presidium, three month supply, $150 for a bottle of this. E-M- is it three bottles though, or is it? Are they saying this this ninety seven ninety seven bottle? No, that's what I'm saying. Do you just get the one bottle of ninety capsules? How many, how many servings in a bottle? Yes, you're it right. is. It is. Four hundred fifty dollars for one bottle. I thought they gave you three. No, oh, damn. Four hundred. It's it's from it's a New Zealand company too. It is. That's how I saw it. <laughs> oh. But made in Switzerland. So. Preceding life limited. Auckland, New Zealand. Robic, next year for your birthday, we're gonna all chip in. There we go. It's an EMF protector. Because wow. horse, I mean, it's, horse it's five. It's five G or something, isn't it? Five G related. I mean, they you can know, say that. You know why how, it's so expensive? It. It's manufactured in Switzerland, so they need to produce it in Switzerland. Then they need to ship it to neither the into the New Zealand, so they could like uh, you know sell it for like two hundred dollars or something. I mean, how much would it then cost to make this? Product? Say it again. Do they do they make any other products? Or do you know the company? No, I have no idea who this brand. It was in the news because it was like it was related to some sort of five G thing, and I was like, what "The fuck is this brand?" It's the only product. And I was like, four hundred and fifty US dollars. Yeah, it's the only product this company sells. It's oh look, this sample's only one hundred and sixty. That's good. Thirty day sample. Yeah. Scan <laughs> box. Maybe I should buy the eight day sample just to see. Hey Robert, how much your sheets cost? Three hundred yeah, bucks. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and you know what? Sandy doesn't even use them anymore. They just sit in the closet. It's not See, about whether or not she uses them, Robert. Like a, you would have. It's a, about the gesture. Be you nice. Supply, you have a supply of the of this amazing Jesus. supplement. Improve sleep. Higher so, energy. Resistance to the harmful effects of radiation is achieved through a variety of molecular molecular mechanisms that involve neutralizing reactive oxygen species through powerful natural antioxidants. So basically you're telling me I can just take some other antioxidants and I'll get these same benefits because that's all you're giving me here. It's $450 of antioxidants. Yeah. I mean, it's a 400 milligram blend. I think because I put it on Facebook earlier in the week and Eric commented, he was like, why would you do a blend? Like, why not just be transparent? I mean, if you're going to do so, be, be transparent, even though this is $450, <laughs> just 400 milligrams, then even max out the capsule. I could have, I know that's, I don't there's, only one, there's only one ingredient for what? There's two. It's, it's, it's uh, what is it? Something in spirulina. Yeah, it's horsetail and spirulina. So some kind of probiotic is what it's saying. I mean, look, even if this did 1%, 450 bucks is a lot of fucking money. 
for a single supplement. Usually, if you have something this expensive, they sell it in 30 serving bottles, so you don't pay that much. Is it direct to consumer? I would assume it is. You, you pick it up from Walmart for 500. Yeah, because I can see this being a wholesale product. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised someone in New Zealand got this made. But they are producing this shit in, in Switzerland. I mean, I, it could be produced on Mars and I still think it'd be cheaper than 450 bucks. That's, that doesn't add that much to the price tag. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Especially if you need to like, let's say, import like this, this stuff from Switzerland to your... Okay, how like, much does it cost to make that formula in America? A dollar. I don't think it's gonna maybe two dollars in Switzerland, Swiss tax. I don't know. <laughs> but four fifty euro. Fucking out. They got euros. Bro. Could this be any more complicated sounding? In silico observations and preliminary results on subjects exposed to common electromagnetic fields under real life conditions support the hypothesis that co-cultures of radiation resistant cyanobacteria and probiotics in naturally radioactive carbonated mineral water may confer protection against the harmful effects of electromagnetic fields. Okay. You lost me on yeah. observation. Should we all chip in and get a bottle? Sure. I would love to protect myself from stuff. Yeah. Yet another reason. Eat your vegetables, people. You get that antioxidants naturally. I'll piss off. Don't, don't, don't steal the, the wind from the poor supplement by putting vegetables on people. That's worse than what these guys are doing. You, okay. you know what the funny thing is, is like we actually criticize so many brands and so many products and we just throw quite a few of them. But I, I've been thinking for the past like five or ten minutes and I honestly can't say nothing bad about this product because nothing comes to mind. This is like next level shit. It's 450 bucks and like you said, it'll probably cost a dollar or two to make. I mean, let's just say it's in Swiss Switzerland. So let's just let's yeah, just say it costs ten to make. Price whatsoever. There's just you can't find anything. I mean, you know, you can bring it from Switzerland, but like you said, from Mars, it's just no way. I mean, what they should have done is put some turkesterone in this and then sold it as a muscle builder slash EMF protector. There you go. Then you you might get something out of it. Put a bit of caffeine in there. You know, just it's a bit some feels. Yeah, better. Yeah. Good grief. What a pile of shit. Although, I told you, Robert, I actually chatted with Joey about the... Remember that animal freeway protein? Mm-hmm. He explained it to me. He was saying that they actually use bacteria or microflora. Yeah. They combine it with the DNA of a cow, like the profile of the DNA of a cow. Right. And then the bacteria excretes the whey. It just poops out whey protein? Yeah. What the fuck? And then he says apparently it can replicate or like it can like it can uh, make more of itself before it dies. That and just so theoretically, seem natural to me. That just nah. Yes, but he said so he said theoretically the way it would work is that mm -hmm. like you would just infuse one and then yeah. you'd be able to make more and more and more. And he says the idea is, is that eventually you get a whole farm of this. And it could bring the price down drastically to make it more competitive with things like, uh, like I guess, regular whey or milk. Like he says that it's, yeah, he says so it's all about volume. Yeah. And, he says, and it can be applied to not just whey, it can be applied to many things. 
Interesting. But when he explained it to me, I was like, it's fucking amazing. Like hundred years for sure. Yeah, it was. No, he was saying now, so they're doing it now. That's why they're doing it for like the their brand is putting it in their protein powder because they're trying to get the price further down. I think the group said Samaras is pretty much how I feel. Like this fermented horsetail is a metaphor for horseshit. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Uh, I think Lucas said uh, a couple of days ago, and I, I couldn't agree more. Basics, basics and simplicity, it works. There is no need to reinvent the wheels. I mean, it's completely unnecessary. And uh, it comes uh, with the supplement industry. Uh, you know, it seems like to find to come up with either a trademark ingredient or something fancy or a fancy label or a fancy word, just like the supplement crack for $450 that we just yeah, I said. I mean, we just, we just read a couple of sentences of what it does. And honestly, I did not understand a word what the fuck it means. You know, yeah. so I, think, I think that that's what the target is. The target is to confuse people, use fancy words that nobody understands and to make it look like that, it, that, that it's better than it actually is. In reality, it's just the container is nice. I think the design of the label is nice. You know, everything is nice, but at the end of made in Switzerland, you're using all these fancy names, and I think Blackson and a lot of companies are doing it these days. Let's try and surprise you with the best design. Let's surprise you with the best uh, trademark ingredients and fancy words. I mean, you you looking at the label, and I'm pretty sure for an average person, the average person does not understand what it means. And I don't see a proper breakdown where people actually getting the layman's terms of explaining the ingredients on what we actually do. So people not can only understand, but also believe you. The simplicity, the basics still work. And look, a lot of supplement industry products are directed at either bodybuilding or physiques, you know, where people actually trying to look better, uh, you know, to improve their physical appearance. And if you look in, into bodybuilding in, in, in the 90s, uh, 80s, and early 2000s, the physiques were better. You know, they didn't have the fancy supplements or the fancy drugs or whatever, you know, that, that we have available today. But don't you ask yourself, like, hold on a second, why did they look better? And they did indeed look better. They looked better because they stuck to basics. You know, there is no, like, I mean, look, look today. Um, you know, even though I'm clearly the oldest one here, but you guys all been fans of bodybuilding for the past, what, 10, 15 years or so. So you still remember those years where, you know, you would see chicken and, uh, potatoes, chicken and rice, you know, basic foods that actually work, basic diet and the training, you know, bench press, deadlift and whatnot, you know, basic also exercises. And nobody actually walked around the gyms with gallons of water and nobody walked around with little, you know, uh, you know, notes from the trainer and macros and whatnot. And, you know, and not everybody was a physician and, uh, and uh, mathematician and, and breaking down my macros and carbs and this. Everything was so basic and everything was so simple. And yet it worked. Today, everybody's trying to reinvent the wheels, like in terms of training. Oh, look, there's an FST7 workout invented by honey rambot did you look at honey rambot he's a short little fat fuck that's who he is you know i mean i mean and really do you really want to look like him what the fuck did he reinvent he didn't reinvent shit he's a guy who tells people how to take drugs that's about it you know so uh he's a coach uh 
contest prep advisor. Yeah, he but, learned a lot from Chad Nichols. Wasn't he Chad Nichols' understudy I, or something? Possibly, but you know what? I mean, and every every gym now has more coaches than they have athletes. Everybody is a fucking coach. You know, everybody is is just knowledgeable. So it comes to supplements, and I'm reading some of the labels, and I am in the supplement business now, and I'm reading, I'm like, what the fuck does it even mean? Or, you know, you just read the label, and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, none of that makes sense. I don't understand the language. I don't understand the breakdown. What, what I do understand, that there is a $450 price tag attached to three useless bottles. You know, useless bottles. One, of one bottle. One bottle. Of cheap shit. They're clearly not going to do anything. And, you know, uh, I'm sticking to it like, you know, uh, we just talked about, and I'm not going to bring it up, I'm just using it as an example, you know, the award season, right? Uh, so people were talking about uh, brand of the year and product of the year and this and that. And we talked about the fact that, oh, look, uh, uh, what about, and Shane and I actually had this conversation too, um, and, and Lucas, where people are talking about, uh, you know, how does the brand sell? What's the revenue? What's this? But again, are we going to talk about the effectiveness of the product? Are we going to talk about the formulas of the product and that they actually serve some kind of a benefit? Are we talking about like extracting this extract from this extract and potentially it will yield these results and you're going to look better? Yet you look at all the guys who are, you know, a lot of guys that are either brand owners or behind the brands or formulators or whatnot, and you're looking at them and like, does this guy actually work out? Has he been to the gym? Does he even know how to do it? You know, do they wake up like Lucas does at uh, 2 a.m. and walks to the gym 10 miles and, and exercises and to keep in shape? You know, do they take the simple vitamins that he actually uses, actually very simple ones, you know, each and every ingredient, he knows exactly the dosage, he knows exactly what it does, and he uses very, very simple approach, but he actually does the research. You know, so it brings down to, to the fact that uh, let's just simplify things. It, it has to be simplified. Um, well, you know, you know <laughs> I have a good taste, uh, <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, on the other hand, you have a $450 product, right? You have a $450 useless product. I'm not, I, I actually believe it or not, don't have a problem with them charging that much money. I have, uh, you know, it's, it's everybody's responsibility how you want to spend your money. If the fancy bottle and fancy words that you don't understand do it for you, and you're actually an idiot who wants to spend that much money on a useless crap, by all means, that's your choice. You should be entitled to it. You know, but this is the state of the industry. Let's extract this from this extract. Let's slap a trademark cool name on this ingredient that doesn't do shit. Like, for example, S7. What the fuck does even S7 mean? Is it seven times more pumps? What does it do? Like, you know, it's it's a cool name. I'll give it that, but uh, nothing else. You know, what does it do? It doesn't do shit. Uh, simply too deep. Let me say something real quick. You're, you're not missing anything. Carolina is the, the VP at Apollon. Uh, not not Robbie's wife, just a very close friend of Robbie's. Rob, Robbie's wife's name is Marina. It can, be cool. it can be confused, though. Marina and Carolina, they kind of sound the same, but that's all. And Robert could be my husband. 
I identify as, as, as that some days of the week. But, but you know what? He's so cheap. He doesn't buy sheets on time. So, you know, yeah. you need a fucking cheap husband. So I, I don't know how long you would last together, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> he eats vegetables. He wears Crocs. It's, it's a tough time. Well, I would be eating a lot of vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke, there is no ageism in the stream. We accept all bald, crotchety, angry grandpas. Not that there are any here, by the way. <laughs> Adam, after a quick Google search, you can get five pounds of horsetail for 170 Canadian. To be fair, though, if you bought $5 to, to make it four fifty, you probably got to sell, what, just three bottles? To yeah. make money back on like a thousand units or something, genius. Yeah, yeah. stupid, but genius. Lucas, do you have an amount of caffeine you take per day, or do you just wake up and think today's a three scoop black tulip kind of day? That's basically my mindset. That's how I roll. And I woke up in the morning and I feel like I need some extra kick, and I just go with it. I go with the flow. <laughs> There you go. Uh, th there's no need to apologize. Uh, no, we, we were just messing with you. It's all in good fun. There, there's no issues there. We're not upset or anything. S7 has seven ingredients that don't do anything for pump. Yeah, it's a blend of seven seven plant ingredients, um, and it increases the allegedly the bioavailability of the nitric oxide in your cell. So it helps it stick around a little bit longer. Helps your body use it a little bit more efficiently. On its own, is it going to do a whole hell of a lot for a muscle pump? No. Could it have some, maybe some minor benefits when paired with something like nitrosagene, citrulline, or something? Yes, very minimally. But if I want to go for a straight like polyphenol source, I'm going grapeseed extract, vaso six. Relax the properties of it to make your Blood vessels just open up wide and make them a little bit more flexible and to stimulate endothelial nitric oxide synthase and come back the free radicals that lead to the reactive oxygen species and ultimately limits the bioavailability of the nitric oxide in the cell. So, yeah, it's the uh, S7's a low dose, but it's, I don't, it's not worth it in my opinion. As maybe ingredient number six in a pump blend, sure. As ingredient number one in a pump blend, absolutely not. But but then again, you know, we talked about the fact that, uh, you know, I know you're a huge fan of, we talked about this, of pomegranate, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to get a lot more benefits using pomegranate. Well, I mean, that goes without saying. But think about it from a marketing perspective. You have pomegranate and you have something that's called S7. You know, it sounds just cooler from a marketing perspective. So essentially, we're selling again. I hope essentially we're selling something that doesn't do shit, but just sounds cool. And this is this is not just S7. This goes throughout the entire industry right now. You know, I mean, yes, Black Tulip, the label is very, very nice. And, but it, to me, honestly, more than a nice label and anything, but that's, again, the way I see it. I think that what's in the container that comes the most, you know, how people spend the, you know, I mean, hard-earned money, and will it produce the results that you want where you just want to give it fancy names and you know try to bring up theories and possibilities this might do this or it might do that will it I don't know because there are not enough studies but potentially theoretically it might do it so now you know considering the the inflation considering the financial situation right now in the world global pandemic and all that when people actually 
you know, struggling today. I mean, it's not easy, but now we're asking for the, for the, for the money basically to sell them something that potentially maybe could work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't want to get anybody in trouble. Personally, I don't ask anybody about their own. No, nobody's yeah, in trouble no, here. No. It's, um, it's actually, it's, it's, it's all in good fun. No no, it's just, it's something we were laughing about. No, we're, all, we're all good friends here. Michael, Robert, do you still talk to CJ? I remember those old reviews you guys used to do together. I haven't talked to CJ in a little over a year. I got a text message from him out of the blue just asking how me and the family were doing, but that's about it. Uh, it's been a while since uh, him and I have talked, actually. Not for any reason. He moved away, and I'm doing the supplement engineer thing. He's no longer in Texas? I think he moved north a little bit. He's not in the Austin area, or at least last I checked, he's not in the Austin area anymore. He's, I think he moved up north a little bit to where some of his family is. Okay. Um, I could be speaking out of turn. He may have moved back to Austin. I don't know. I just I haven't talked to him in a year or so. Bryce uh, probably is looking for him. <laughs> I mean, let's... Their the viewership was better when he and I were, uh, you know, being knuckleheads. So, Kay, what's for the birthday dinner? I'm also a December baby, too, as is my sister. My sister's birthday was on Monday. so My sister's still a week ago. What's for the birthday dinner? Whatever Ethan has to offer, you'll find out later today. I looked at the menu, like, briefly. I sent it to Rob and, like, I sent it to Marina. I'm like, is it good enough? Good. No, let's go. That's it. Have you eaten the restaurant y'all are going to tonight? Have y'all eaten there before? Or is this the first time? We have actually. It's uh, the restaurant, it's kind of like a restaurant bar club in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And before it used to be just a small cafe with food, no uh, no music, nothing like that. But now they moved to a bigger spot. So now they have a dance floor. Now they have, I even think like karaoke or something. They have hookah. There are a lot of things. Please, please, for yes, your birthday wish, make Robbie get up and karaoke a song tonight yeah, and get I, it I on heard. video and send it to us, please. I heard please. Robert was a fantastic singer. I could yes. be wrong, yes. but... I feel like I that's your birthday wish for tonight, Kay. That's going to be his entrance to the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. Please make him get up on stage and sing, and we need a video of that for next week's podcast, please. You know what? Fuck you, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're, a, you're, a, you're, a, you're a good singer in my eyes, Robert. You know what? We always had a special connection, not like those two useless people. <laughs> you need to sing the song from Top Gun that Maverick and Goose are singing to Kelly McGillis. You know what? It's actually funny because I read about this restaurant. So uh, what Carolina said, it was like a small little coffee place restaurant, very, very tiny. And now they've moved to a much bigger venue. Like we, we haven't been to the newer venue, but I just saw recently it's a huge success story. So from a small little restaurant, coffee place, uh, good food. I mean, I've been there only once. Right now, uh, they actually, if I'm not mistaken, this past year, they did either 30 or 35 million in revenue for a restaurant. That's pretty impressive. I wonder, wonder how that compares to McDonald's. There is nobody beats McDonald's. Shane, take a guess what I went before the podcast today. Fucking oh, McDonald's. No. Chick-fil-A. No. Popeyes. Why are you going to chicken? Fucking go back to burgers. Five guys? I'm just yeah. going off what I like. Five guys. Five guys. Five guys. You are cocking. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 
He's talking to everybody. He's oh, angry with us now. Bye. I think Lucas is trying. Lucas is no, trying to cut right now. Robbie always. Robbie always trying to pretend that he's cutting. I'm on the diet or something. And, oh, <laughs> and every week is like Five Guys, McDonald's, those kind of things. So yeah. Wendy's, yeah. I think actually, uh, how's McDonald's in uh, New Zealand? You actually like it, Shane? There. When I moved to America, I tried it. I think once, and it's absolutely horrible. Like in Belarus, McDonald's like a restaurant. <laughs> I mean, it's a restaurant. It's a restaurant everywhere you go. Yeah, it's just yeah. about how you think about it. Yeah, that shame is fucking five star restaurant. No, but have you been to like have you been to America? Yeah, yeah. Been to... have you tried it in America? Oh fuck yeah! Have you like it? I mean, I'm not going there because of the restaurant atmosphere. That's for sure. <laughs> going there it, was really cool. it was such a big difference between McDonald's. Didn't you say that Poland was better McDonald's? Poland was the best McDonald's I've been but, to. Yeah, I haven't gone to Belarus yet. Yeah. It's even, I think, is it, isn't Belarus like further right? Is it like further east? Yeah. 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 yeah I don't venture that far. <laughs> yeah, let me ask you this. Where did you have the worst McDonald's? I'll tell you where I had the worst one. Turkey. When, when they didn't put the fucking salt on the chips. Oh. Turkey. I'm not sure. That wasn't that's, that's in Belgium for some reason. Belgium McDonald's. Ah. I think Chinese would be horrible too. No, know. no. Asia's, Asia's got some. Are we do, I had McDonald's in Malaysia. And Korea, yeah. and I think Malaysia won because they theme it around the place you go. Yeah. So like uh, they had like a it was like a sweet chili one there, but the Big Mac, the staples, the Big Mac, the chicken nuggets, fucking just as good. But just that's as good. I think that's the safest food you can get. So you better. Yeah, go. that's what I'm saying. You know what you get in. I had it in Hong Kong. Which is kind of China, I guess, but... Uh. Yeah, I, I had in Hong Kong McDonald's. It was good. I mean, I have absolutely no issues. What was the reason that you didn't like them from actually Texas? Oh, the one that I didn't like in Texas was the Whataburger. I didn't like that one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fast food. It's a fast food burger. Yeah. I gotta have that... Um, what's that shit that Robert keeps talking about? Barbecue? That, uh, the Gaines. Raising Gaines. Is that... Oh, Canes? Canes, yeah, that's close. Yeah, enough. man. Hey, when you're in Houston, I will take you. There's there's Canes in Houston. It's it's there's they've built all around here right now. I mean, they've expanded past Baton Rouge. Yet another it, glorious invention from the state of Louisiana and a graduate of LSU. This fine does it does it have that fine restaurant feel? University. Say it again. Does it have that restaurant feel? I mean, it's yeah, it's like a, it's it's more a fast like food McDonald's, feel. Like it's a cheap date. Yeah, like a, yeah, that's exactly what it oh, is. Oh, that's my that's my jam. That's my yeah, jam. it's not it's not like a five. It's not like where Caroline is going tonight. It's not like that. This it's it's not that classy of an establishment. My rule is always if you have to pay after you've eaten, it's too fancy. <laughs> no, this is <laughs> that's you know, what I find about. weird. Like you go to these counter service restaurants, so you go place your order, and then they ask you to tip before you've had service, before you've had your food or anything. So why am I going to tip? Who you does that? Something? Ever, like the coffee shops here? Yeah, the, 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 at Five Guys. Like the boy does and everything? I, I was paying for food and uh, I was paying with a credit card and it says, uh, would you like to add tip? And it's like, yeah, I, oh, no, I see. I was very surprised. I've seen places like that where they add it to the bill and I'm just like, I don't even spend any money. I was like, I haven't even fucking eaten your food. I ain't going to give you shit. Maybe afterwards. And I, mean, I don't you know, waiters. There is nobody. I mean, you paying. Yeah, that's what my rule is. You don't tip if it's if if you're paying before. 
That's yeah, how you I did it before, and it's like, like I said, it's just the cashier, and you have to wait for them to call your number so you can pick up your food. So I just don't understand yeah. where the tip kind of. I just assume it's a mistake. They've put it in the system wrong. <laughs> they're not. They're not asking for tip. They've just done it on accident. That's yeah. what I think. And then you're standing there in front of a person, like, okay, if I praise, if I press non-tip, does it make you look cheap? Because no, spit in your food. It does not. It makes you honest. <laughs> no. I was honest. I'm getting bad coffee and a bad burger too. <laughs> no, you don't know. No, 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 no. I think that I think they'll make it the same. Oh, I believe in it, but I mean, to be honest, I mean, a lot of these cheap meals where you pay before anyway. I mean. How much worse can they really get, to be honest? <laughs> true. Very true. How are they going to make it bad? Lucas, I'm going to open a Polish hot dog place in America called Lucas's Handheld Polish Hot Dog Stand. <laughs> Simon says, on the back of the horse, McDonald drive through in Poland. <laughs> I got to admit, Polish great. McDonald's was great value, great meat sizes. And the and the restaurant, the seating, sublime. As far as restaurant feel goes, it was very good. Brooke, your mistake is thinking Shane has high expectations regarding fast food. Yeah, I mean, True. the quicker it's ready, the better in Shane's eyes. Doesn't matter how it's prepared or it tastes. I as did as long as it's I, ready in three and a half seconds post cause, order. Because Nikki, Nikki likes the fancy stuff. Yeah. And so for her birthday one year, we went to that five star restaurant at the top of Caesar's Palace. Burger King? I can't remember Is that what it's called? <laughs> What's that? Burger King? No, no, no. This was for real. This was like, uh, it was a Michelin star place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, looked at the menu. And I just was just like, look, Nikki likes fancy. I Googled the fanciest place to eat in Vegas Strip. That Ooh. was it. Ooh. And I didn't, and I just looked and the price was like, you know how they have the, they didn't have numbers. They had just like $1, $2. And so I was like, $3. I was like, how expensive could it really be, right? So I just booked it, rolled up, and I was just wearing my best, which was like jeans and a shirt, right? Okay. <laughs> Nikki had a sweet dress. She had gone and bought shoes and everything. And we get up there. I had never seen such a large space with so few tables. It was like five tables, like seven. It was fucking tiny. And like, as soon as I walked in, I was like, I'm in the wrong place, guys. I should not be here. Yeah. It was like, they said, would you like the digger station menu or the uh, a la carte? And I sound like a dick. I was like, uh, I'd like the one I get to choose the meal. Because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. But there was like a dude, you know those guys in the movies that you see with the, with the sweater around their neck? Mm-hmm. There was a motherfucker like that just at dinner. It wasn't even cold. He wasn't going to wear that sweater. He was just, it was so out of play. And I think it came to 500 US for the two of us. No. Um, but we, we, we picked the, we picked our meals. The digger station, I think was 600 each. And uh, it was like 800 if you got a wine herring uh-huh. and 1200 if you got the dessert. And I was like, everybody else was picking the big ones. It was uh, 30 bucks for a bottle of water as well. Because yeah. the guy came up, he said, would you like another water? And, and like, and for, that much, for that much money, you should be getting a container of that bullshit supplement you posted and a blowjob with it. Yeah, but see, this is what I think. I've always thought that too. I was like, you spend money, you get little bonuses. But I think when you get to a certain level, like where I was, 
these people don't want freebies. They just want to spend their money. So I was, I was way out of place. And the guy, he broomed your table after each. So they'd bring you like a, a bread thing. He'd come mm-hmm. and wash the table. Then he'd bring you like a, like a palate cleanser, I think it was called. And then he'd come uh, broom your table again, clean the table. And I'm like, this is fucking whack, bro. I am not. I'm, 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 this isn't right for me. But, you know, it was fun. It was I don't like kind of places. No, no, but Nikki, Nikki. After you had that meal, be honest. Oh, I went and got McDonald's. Were you mm-hmm. more satisfied with that food? Or would you be more satisfied with McDonald's? Am I, I talking got McDonald's not afterwards. Talking about I'm talking about pure satisfaction from food. Oh, no. I was like, dude. I mean, the things was like the size of my hand. It was the smallest meals uh, you could... For like the amount of money I spent to ratio of what I got. I, it's never been worse. Yeah. Even, even the, the water was the funny part because he came over and he said... I was like, oh, could I get a bigger jug of water? And he was like, oh, that'll be like $40, $50. And I'm like, oh, how much is the smaller one? And he was like, oh, $25. And, and then we were like, oh, I don't want any more water. <laughs> we didn't order more water. And then he comes out 10 minutes later and he sneaks it on the table. He's like, it's on the house. <laughs> so he knew we were poor. He knew we were, we were, we were faking. It was, a, it was an experience. Jiffy. McDonald's in America is whack. McDonald's in Guatemala, bruh. It's basically Chan. I feel like you got to say the bruh. That that's your line. Well, bruh. There we go. It's basically a restaurant. You can also order fried chicken and rolls, even Kit Kat shakes. That is pretty. For fancy. me, a restaurant is wherever you can, where it's okay to take a date. And so I think McDonald's is definitely a restaurant, no matter where you are. I mean, if you're a freshman in high school, yes. If you're a grown ass adult. <laughs> no, I think it's it's fun. Okay. okay. <laughs> During weekend, during weekend, the McDonald's in my town is like packed. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're looking so, for romance. They wanna, you. you wanna get laid? You get your lady a Big Mac. <laughs> Subs on deck. Our slogan will be: We bring the girth and moist. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Thank you. I live in Texas and fight with everyone about Whataburger. It's trash. Sridhar, McDonald's like in India before. and Dubai has veggie burgers. Cool. Robert is moving. Simon, Simon and Sapson Dekai are definitely uh, listening to our podcast. Because like last week when Jim uh-huh. wasn't here, we mentioned these two words, girth and uh, yeah. moist. Yeah. Brooke. Moist is apparently one of those words that some people don't like the sound of, right? Some people, yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't bother me that much. Moist. Like if you, I'm thinking like you have a cupcake or some kind of baked delicious treat. You want it to be moist. You don't want it to be dry. So, well, I mean, I mean Robert, look, moist can be used in many different situations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. thinking culinary applications here. Again, that still applies. Okay. <laughs> Shane, what I'm getting. Is that your sense of bougie only extends to household furniture and appliances? Yeah, yeah. True gold sinks and correct. whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Nando's is two AE Shane. A. <laughs> I just forgot. You guys probably don't say that. Like A, like A, Robert. If you ever need, you probably don't use that, do you? 
Like, hey? It's like, it's sort of like saying, like, uh, if you were to elbow someone, uh -huh. like, hey. I think you might use E-H, or you might spell it. No, that's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like you're saying, like. Like, will you, will you nudge someone, you like, oh, you get it, eh? Yeah, that's, okay. That's what she's used it there. Okay. Wait, is that Nikki? A-E. Is that Nikki? So, our first date we went on was uh, to Nikki. Nando's. Okay. Uh, which is pretty much like a... a uh, an only chicken McDonald's. <laughs> I love Nando's. Hey, come on, bro. I love Nando's. I love yeah, it. yeah. See, Lucas, Lucas gets me. What is Nando's? Nando's it's like a um. It's originally in South Africa, but it's a Portuguese chicken spot. Nando's is is, is fucking bougie. Come on, man. I mean, me and Lucas are saying it's bougie. It's not. It's... <laughs> They have it around Washington DC area in Maryland as well. I love, I love Nando's. Very good. South African flame grilled peri peri chicken. That's They're given awesome. a very premium uh, chicken. Yeah, it's awesome. a very premium uh, premium chicken. Feel a good looking bird. I do that. Yeah, but okay. Just so you know, this is a pay before you get restaurant. You pay. Yeah. You know, paying afterwards. There's no tips here, so oh, automatically look, this is. You basically you basically order on your own. Yeah, see, this is why I went. There's no servers, no fancy shit, nothing like that. Very I'm good. okay with that. I prefer counter service restaurants than most sit-down places just because, like, I want to get my food. I don't, I don't need somebody to bring me my food. I can get my food and eat it. So. But would you take no, your... No, they will bring you. they will bring you your food. Would you Would you, you take your future wife? And order it, you know? Would you take your future wife on a first date to a restaurant like McDonald's? Or like oh, yeah. This? A first <laughs> date with a girl that I'm interested in? Am I in high school or am I a grown ass adult? I mean, for me, it's all the same. <laughs> okay, let's say Sandy ceases to exist. She meets some unfortunate fate. Okay, and I'm on the some hunt. Non some non croc some non dude. Yeah, I'm on the hunt for. Uh, well, chances are, if if Sandy expires, I'm gonna be single the rest of my life. I'm just I'm way too I don't know weird, picky, choosy, whatever. Anyway. I would not take her to McDonald's for a first date. Now it would be it would probably be something like a distillery or a brewery or something that's got some food trucks, something like a very casual atmosphere to where I'm not going to have her like a sit down, intimate, super intimate dinner either. I want something very relaxed, very casual, uh, like a, a, a brew pub or gastro pub or something like that. You know, something something along See, those lines. I, I like McDonald's. I like Nando's. I don't want to lie to my future wife. Okay, I'm honest. I'm not. No, I'm that's why I'm not taking her to the Michelin five star restaurant either. On the first date. See, for me, that was a lie. That was a very big lie. <laughs> that was not me. That was very clearly a not, I was out of place. Yeah. But it was fun. Stack 3D stocks are in McDonald's for sure. I fucking wish. McDonald's wins stack brand of the year. <laughs> Alex, somehow Shane always finds a way to talk about McDonald's on every episode. <laughs> I would be surprised at this point if he's sponsored by them. Oh, yeah, because they need the support, right? They need me. I'm sure that my marketing will help them. We go. Brooke, what are you talking about? Sandy loves food. That she does. She'd be fine with any place that has nachos. Yeah, but it's different though on a first date. They're not... Is she going to be like, this motherfucker took me to McDonald's? What a cheap sack of shit. Yeah. But that well, fits I mean, me. That's who I am. So it's okay. Where we went... So our first date, we actually went to the movies with my cousin. <laughs> as strange as that sounds. We went... On, our first official date was... We went to the movies with our with my cousins. Yeah. And then, like, the weird. first place I took her out to eat was something like an Applebee's or a Bennigan's or Chili's, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Isn't, like, isn't, like, the Waffle House and, like, Denny's a common, like, 
naive first date for Americans. Yeah, but that's like a breakfast joint. That's like a diner. So like in the hierarchy of like sit down okay. chain restaurants, it's like Denny's and Waffle House are here. <laughs> like Applebee's and Chili's are right here. Then you start getting high with like Red Lobster Factory. and then Longhorn Steakhouse and Outback. And then you, you, you go up to like the stuff from there. What about, with, with, what about Cheesecake Factory? Yeah, Cheesecake, yeah, Cheesecake Factory? Factory's like, all right, so Applebee's and Chili's kind of like the second tier level. Cheesecake Factory is a level above oh, that, okay. I think. Okay, I'm talking so about like, from like a price standpoint. Yeah, but I'm just talking like... Again, if you took your fir- your future wife to like the Waffle House or Cheesecake Factory, is she gonna be like this guy is ass? Like if you go to like so yeah, so Cheesecake Factory, where to go? Okay, yeah. okay. I mean, it would also depend on like what her food interests are. Is like if she's a big foodie, I'm not taking her to the Cheesecake Factory. I'm gonna take her to some like. This is the first date. You don't know this stuff. Mm. That's true. This is the problem. This that's is why I go to the. That's why I'm going to the distillery or the brew pub, so that way I can figure out what kind of stuff she likes. Very. Now this is why atmosphere. you go to McDonald's because you can have a salad, you can have a kids meal, you can have a wrap. They can bring it to your table now too. You get numbers at the front. You, can, you, you know, can like we might. What we should do is just go to the park, and then she can just Uber eats her food to her, and I can figure out what kind of person she is based on her Uber eats order. Just do it yeah. that way. Oh no, because then you're not paying for it. Don't be cheap, Robert. Well, I'll give her my phone. She can pay for the pay with it with my phone. Well, I don't know. I don't know how that. Would, maybe nowadays with with lockdowns yeah. and everything. Right. Probably, yeah. That's my God. Take them to the buffet and tell them they can have anything their heart desires. I like your thinking, Mitch. Like no, because guy. don't don't isn't it a thing like in movies where women always like, you know, they don't try and like overeat. They try and like, you know, yeah. if they're big Just eaters, they try to kind Wait. of pretend. We have the authority on the podcast with us. Carolina, oh, yeah. what kind of place do you expect a guy to take you on a first date? <laughs> Wait, if, if someone you took you to McDonald's? McDonald's as a first date place? Let's answer that question first. Belarusian McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, Belarusian McDonald's. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I would not care. I mean, I, I definitely don't want to go to like Dennis or whatever you said, like Waffle House. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, and the scale, McDonald's is far below Dennis, and I, even I know that. McDonald's has a very high expectation of mine. So, American McDonald's, mm, I'm not sure. <laughs> but it all depends. I honestly, like, I, I, I like, I mean, coming from Belarus, I love potatoes, so I can be good with, like, French fries anywhere. Like, I'll get my French fries, and I'm good. Hey, Carolina, what about pierogi? I love pierogies. Oh my god, I love pierogies. We go, there is a spot actually next to the house where I live, and it's Polish. So it's a Polish breakfast brunch place, and they make, uh, I think it's old actually by Polish people, and the cook is from Poland too. And they make huge, huge pierogies, and they make them grilled, and I think even like deep fried. It's absolutely delicious. And they serve them either with the sour cream or applesauce. I'm not a big fan of the applesauce plus pierogies, but Sour cream and uh, potatoes, pierogies. Oh my god! Yes, I just, I think the Polish restaurant. I just won. If 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 you were to if you were on said first date and you were like you hadn't eaten all day, and you were like just starving, and this guy was like the bee's knees, you were like I really like this guy, and they were like, would you like a big bowl of fries? Would you like a little little plate of fries? Would you just be like fuck it, give me the whole thing? If I'm hungry, I can tell them, give me, give me, give me, give me the basket. Yeah. 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 No, not that little thing if I'm hungry, no. Okay, well, if you ate the big 
like the big bucket of fries and the other dude orders a salad are you gonna be like pussy I don't care. Or, you can eat whatever he wants as long as you're I'm gonna judge him for it <laughs> it's, it's, it's his choice of life you heard she said as long as i'm satisfied <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would feel go. bad if I was if I ordered like a Big Mac and the girl across from me was confident to be like five Big Macs. I'd be like, oh fuck. Well, I'm shit. I mean, listen, going out with Rob to eat it never happened, so I've ever, I've never experienced it. If I think if we all go together, he'll still out at us all. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Simon says, Carolina, that is 100% right up my alley. Sour cream, potatoes, and cheese pierogi. Yes, love it. Interesting. Ball in front of one. <laughs> Jiffy Jank. Okay, what if the guy's like, listen, I'm poor and ugly. You're beautiful. Give me a chance. We can go to McDonald's. You know, kind of like Shane. He's only cheap, but he's also ugly. Yeah, he's cheap and ugly. <laughs> And Whoa. Yeah, he's been demoted from babyface to ugly pretty quick. I'm fine with that. <laughs> cheap, is, cheap is accurate. <laughs> I prefer to say cost effective, but you know. I honestly think, like, if oh, being serious, like uh, that doesn't bother me. I don't. I, I would not. I would not care. Like, I, I, I don't I feel like uh, American women are very different. Oh, yeah. Wrong. Different. <laughs> I don't have a good time anywhere. Like, I can be sitting in the park and eating whatever. I don't care. Like, I'm coming from that eating for years. So. <laughs> 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 this is Shane's punishment for always being late. All right. I'm going to call it. All right. Jiffy Jank is one of the winners for today. I'm giving Jiffy one of the tubs of black tulip. That's purely because of consistency. He's just been hammering the whole, the whole time. He actually somebody who insulted you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got multiple platforms. He's on Twitch and YouTube. He's dedication. He's smoking dedication. it. Okay, let me get my notepad so I can write down who in the, who these winners are. Let me one second. Oh. I mean, I, I, do, I do I do I have to say Polish McDonald's, the king. Maybe maybe it's the further east I go. Maybe if I go to like, because uh, I didn't like um, Romanian. I didn't like Russian either. I went to Russia. It was horrible. Oh, damn. But Polish was good. I remember that too. And Poland McDonald's was good. Yeah, they had the two floors as well. Yeah. You were, in, you were in Poland. I was in Poland a couple of times. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I picked my winner for today. Uh, Carolina, Shane, and Lucas can uh, each pick a winner. All right, I'm going with the one, two, three guy. That's a woman. Oh, that's a woman? Brooke? Brooke. Brooke? Oh, I don't know. I don't see the name. I don't know. Yes. Congratulations. So All right. So we got Jiffy, we got Brooke, and this is for a, a delicious tub of. I'm going to go uh, Shrita. <laughs> of course you would. All right, Lucas, it's up to you. Where would I need those five dollars? Why are you thinking so long? That's broke too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Taken. You know what? I'm gonna. 
I'm probably gonna reward Pete for his effort. <laughs> he was sort of the the most the most thought out. We always just railed him off. Pete's not getting it in a box. Fuck him. Well, <laughs> Pete can print his own box. He can print his own box. I don't know. I don't know if Pete has like in a in a in a box or not. But but yeah, let's go with Uncle Pete. All right. Okay, we got our four winners right there. We got Jiffy, Brooke, Sridhar, and Pete. You four individuals, uh, shoot me an email uh, with your mailing information. I will pass it along to Robbie, and we will get those shipped out to you immediately. I feel special. Carolina picked me twice. Girl power. That's right. In today's world, who knows if I'm a woman anymore? Well, it just matters what you identify with at this very instance, because it can change. Well, it definitely makes us think, one, because you said that. Look, <laughs> 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 salad pierogies fried on the outside, moist on the inside. <laughs> I didn't like the pierogies when I had it. I don't, I don't know. Just wasn't for me. I had it. Yeah, I had it. You I had didn't crack That's why. Oh, for fuck's sakes! <laughs> you sound like Robert. Oh, you don't have the right vegetables. You don't have the eat. No, look. I mean, it was reasonable, but it wasn't like. Hmm, I don't know. Nikki liked them. Brooke, I'm old school. I write down all the 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 topics of the stuff that we're talking about on paper. I I. For stuff like this, I don't like typing it on a computer. I'm old school in that way. I use the computer because I have to, not because like I, I, I prefer 38, it. aren't you? 37? 36? You're getting up there. Uh, a little bit, there. yeah. yeah. Okay. I can remember working on an Apple II on a Commodore 64 computer when they had the old dot matrix printers and everything. You remember the black and white TV as well? My, my grandma had an old one. And we would play like Pong on it, the old school Pong, because they had one of like the first little home video game systems ever, and it was just a little boom, boom, boom. That's it. See, I, I actually remember when we used to have scheduled TV. You remember like how I don't know if you guys had that like would yeah the cut TV guys and everything, uh -huh. and it would cut off at at certain time of night. Yeah, it's like ten o'clock, it would just go black, and there's just nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we would watch Nick at night, and then at like ten o'clock or midnight, they would just stop showing stuff on Nickelodeon. Two ways to win a product, compliment Shane or insult him. I chose the latter. He, he gave me compliments and insults. I don't know. I'm good. Yeah. Shane, all we can say is Shane likes it both ways. Shane goes both ways. That's what we're finding. In this that world. did not come out good at all. That just came out wrong. I know. He was trying to make it sound wrong. wrong. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Like I said, we're throwing plenty of shots at the vegetables and the salads and the, and the crocs. There we go. You need to try proper pierogies made by Babushka. I had them at the the, the the Easter market, was it? Was it the Easter market? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they seem pretty authentic. I don't know. Yeah, but they were, you know, made in Krakow. So that's like... What does that mean? I think you should say it's like too commercial for good homemade pierogies. No, you know what? It's a different stuffing, that's why. What kind of stuffing cracker has? They use. Don't ask me, I don't know what the fuck I was eating. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's like meat, sometimes it's cabbage, sometimes it's cottage cheese. 
Which one? The most like uh, authentic uh, potato? You know what? In my region, we use cabbage, cabbage with mushrooms. But oh. south, they Jesus, they, they use they use potatoes in most cases. I had cheese, didn't I? Yeah, you had cheese. So it could have been cabbage. Could have been. Fuck. <laughs> Goddamn. No, I just remember the cheese was it was nice. It just didn't really. I don't know. The goat really pop cheese. for me. Yeah. 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 Right. It, was, it was a fun time. Brooke, thanks for the stream. You all are awesome. Yeah. No matter what Jiffy says. JoJo's back. Thanks, JoJo. We're glad you're back. But we're, I think we're about to <laughs> depart. <laughs> Shane, you know I love you. Jiffy Jank. Sridhar, don't forget. That is my man. Drive stack <laughs> podcast. Everyone to turn on notifications. You don't want to miss Brandon being <laughs> updated on Wednesday. <laughs> Sridhar, you socks. <laughs> he is reliable. I will tell you that. <laughs> An Just ardent supporter man. of the Stack Podcast. You know, for, for the next giveaway, I'm, I'm giving it to Sridhar again, okay? <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, my friends, thank you for joining me. For all listeners tuning in the live stream, thank you very much for participating. If you're catching this on the replay and you've got a question or a comment for us to discuss on a future episode, uh, leave it in the comment section down below. Shoot me an email, thesupplementengineer at gmail.com. The four winners that we announced, Jiffy Jank, Brooke, Sridhar, Pete, Pazimus, shoot me an email with your shipping information. We will get out a tub of black tulip courtesy of Apollo Nutrition. Uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. We appreciate all the support. And a very special thank you and happy birthday to Carolina for joining us today. And thank you for all the times that you have to put up with Robbie. He's not the easiest person to be around. But we still love him all the same. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you. We will catch you all next time on The Final Scoop. Thank you. Thank you.